Hey, uh, Joe here. Just want to let you guys know this episode is going to be like your normal episode. It's a bunch of uh, clips recorded across the weekend while we were at LVO. So we're pretty drunk through most of it. Uh, the quality comes and goes because we were using different audio equipment to record. When it was just me and Jacob talking and uh, us and other people who were in the room with us too. So um, if it sucks, whatever. We're, we don't really have high expectations for ourselves anyway. So this is it. Episode 7. Let's fake it over. another episode a special episode of the rage of sigmar podcast and we have with us today a very special guest warhammer dad mike hengel god damn i'm fucking pumped are you excited you're excited right we're just having a low-key moment i was just relaxing now i'm fired up it's so weird to be in the same room as the people on podcast i've never done this before but welcome to the rage of sigmar podcast we have with us as always our illustrious Host extraordinaire Joseph M. Effin Pagano. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and we are here with always my uh, apprentice co-host, uh, midget boy, Jacob fucking Barry. Hey, Jacob so, Barry. Hey, soon enough, I'm actually going to be an intern. Uh, I'm going to get intern unpaid. I'm really excited. It's we're a gonna big give, opportunity We're going to give you half a college credit for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I may graduate. Talk about the experience you're getting. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I've had so much experience. And we have with us today, like I said, uh, the illustrious, the rich man in poor man's clothes, Mike Hengel. Mike, how you doing? Burger. I am doing well. Doing good? I'm catching you... up to you guys on the uh, what, this little contest we're having here. Yeah, I almost know. Almost you... there, almost there. Yeah, I'm a little far behind because I went to bed early last night. I don't know why I got penalized when we weren't even in Vegas, but whatever. Fuck it, YOLO. You I will be there. It's a marathon, not a sprint, bitches. I agree. It's going to happen. Hell yeah. So we are going to record one mini episode each day that we're here at LVO in Las Vegas. Probably separate, separate might be two in a day. We might do yeah. like a wake we're up, go to bed. We're gonna do some snippets. We're gonna we're gonna talk either drunkenly or soberly, but probably drunkenly or hungoverly. So we're starting today a bit drunkenly, talking about our expectations for the tournament and taking some questions from our listeners to set the tone for the weekend. Yeah. So so whoever's tuning in right now, like it's Thursday. We landed a couple hours ago. Had a couple drinks. Went out to lunch. Came back, and now we're here in our room chilling out. Before we really go out and start to rage now, of Sigmar. Before we get started with our questions and talking about our expectations, let's get a little intro on who this Mike Hengel guy is. Because we know who he is. He's the man. He's the myth. He's the legend. But Hengel, tell us a little bit more about how long you've been playing Age of Sigmar, your history in Warhammer, and maybe some recent accomplishments you might have achieved in your recent Warhammer experiences. So, uh, so I've been playing Warhammer for about 15 years. Uh, I did take a three-year break when Age of Sigmar dropped, played a different game, which was great. Did you cry? I cried a little. I, I put a lot it. in. You know, I ran tournaments. I traveled around the what world. What tournament was it that you ran? Uh, Quake City. Rome. The biggest, the best on the West Coast! For note, Joe took ninth one time at that and used that yeah. English signature for email. Ninth place. <laughs> didn't play in the kiddie pool. That didn't happen. 
Is that the highlight of your Warhammer career? No, no eighth place at no, Elmo. Recently, oh. No, I recently took second place at the largest New York City tournament ever to happen. Out of all 14 people, I got second place. Brother. Also, now don't be humble. You also earned best painter. Yeah, I think there was only one other fully painted army there. <laughs> it was me or him. So Shout that, out to Ron. Coin, coin flip? It was a coin. No, I did get more votes than Ron. I actually haven't seen the army. It's good-looking army. Thanks, man. I, I actually sat down and gave a shit about painting the models I have. So yeah, it's I'm happy with right it. Now. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing my next one because I feel like the next one could be even better. So so uh, getting back to the story, I took three years off. About six months ago, last August, I picked up AOS when 2.0 dropped because I think it's a real game at this point. It's a good game. It's, yeah. uh, it's it's intriguing me, and so I, I dusted off a bunch of old models, started playing, borrowed models, and you know here I am at this LVO. Is why, this is why we don't have guests on the show. Keeping us on track is not our style. Yeah, I can't believe we're <laughs> on track. What are you right doing? Now. Yeah, you're fucking it up right now. No, no you should hear when I listen to your guys' podcast. I'm yelling at the podcast. Get back up, focus, kids. <laughs> yeah, I think that the years that um. We were all scattered, because uh, for our listeners who don't know, we were all in the same club. We were Leadership 2. Yep. We were from the you know the Bay Area Club. Uh, I mean, I joined at the tail end, but yep. like our, our friendship means, like for me, I moved across the country. I had no friends. I made friends with you guys, and you guys have all been amazing friends to me. So like those years post 8th Ed, there was like a big hole in my life, because we didn't have as much of an excuse to travel and hang out and yeah. do the things that we do. So now that sure. you are back playing AOS and... It's like, you know, Jacob's playing, I'm playing, you're playing, Joe Urban's there. I mean, Ed's Ed playing. And Derek are, you know, Scaletti. I mean, Derek's coming now. Derek hopefully will get into AOS, but we'll get, like, the band back together. And that's, like, a really good feeling right now to be here in 2019 going, you know, like, it's almost like we're all back to the way we used to be. Like, if Chad, if Chad stopped being so salty and started playing again. And uh, Colonel's and not Colonel being Colonel. Ginger. Yeah, Colonel if, Colonel, if Colonel got... Well, We've already got a Dave Inman. There's actually a Dave Inman in the Nashville <laughs> AOS scene. And he doesn't and, suck. And he's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> he's very friendly. So, uh, if Colonel started playing, I think that would be huge. Because Frick's playing, everyone's playing except for Chad and Colonel. And Derek. Yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're butter. They need to get over it. Yeah. All right, so tell us a little bit about, about your recent uh, goings-on in tournaments or what armies you've been building, so what have you been playing? So my, my very first, there was a warm-up tournament for the LVO, uh, Grand Tournament, Winter Wars 3 in Mountain View. Winter Wars 3. At 20, 20 players, two, two days. 20, 20 whole players. <laughs> the douche. It was fun. I, I played in it with the whole, with the entire intention of just trying to learn different armies because I, I still don't know what most models and armies do in this game, and I uh, I shocked myself by doing pretty well and winning the tournament. Oh wow, you won the tournament! Won cool tournament. fucking brag. Was yeah. it a was it a one day three game? No, uh, two day five game. Two day five game. Forty players. Twenty. Twenty players. Yeah. Your first tournament? Yeah, but there's probably forty players because Hensel was so drunk he was seeing double the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Actually, it was my second tournament. The first tournament was Battle for the Christmas Hand. Oh, oh yeah, nice. that was our, our, our club's personal tournament that we... I don't know, I never actually got to play in a ham. Oh, I never played it, a ham, a but one. I know it was always like a really drunken shit show. It was. The one year that I could have played, I was in New York, home visiting family. So the best yeah. story of that, and there are pictures to this, which I'm trying to buy off of somebody. There are not pictures. There are pictures. Nope. Uh, and I'm playing Joe... Table one to win the damn tournament. Jurban? Joe Urban. And I roll the dice, 
And by this point, I've already taken my shirt off, right? And I've yeah. got this, like, reindeer... Hold on, we're going to talk about boobs later. Keep going. All right. So I got my shirt off, you know, everything. And then I roll the dice for this really important initiative, right? To, to take it. You know, basically, whoever wins is going to win. I get it. And my pants just drop. I didn't touch them, didn't do anything. Would it, you say it was a Christmas miracle? It was a Christmas miracle. It was a small Christmas miracle. <laughs> well, I'm, a, a I'm, Christmas a, miracle. I'm a virus descent. What am I going to say? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm neither a shower nor a grower. <laughs> <laughs> it's just real small. Right. Yeah, awesome. So you won, you won your most recent tournament, and that was an LVO prep tournament using the same scenarios. So we can project, right, five games... We're going to play six games this weekend. We can project that you're going to be... No, we're only playing five, aren't we? No, it's, it's six. six. It's and six. then if you make top eight, you play two Wait, or three more six? games on Sunday. I don't know if I can do six. I'm old. Oh, man. Well, I was going to project you I'm glad you finally ten. admitted it. I'm really glad you finally admitted it. I think you'll do fine, because you're like a savant when it comes to games. You're just, you're I'm going gonna, gonna to run into the guys that are really good. You're one of those people who right you play me, to the level of whoever you're playing. So if you're playing some chump, you'll beat them by enough. But if you're playing someone who's intense and competitive, you're going to pick up on their strategies and give a shit because they're competitive. Yeah, it depends on what kind of douchebag they're going to be. I mean, I love killing douchebags. So. Well, but there are some nice people guy, that aren't me. very popular playing in this tournament. Yeah, One of them is me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's going to be great. No, but a lot of the, the USA... Team uh, USA is here. A lot of Team USA is here. And as a former Look, member of Team USA, keep... you played Team USA. Yes, I did. At the ETC. You owe it to our country to whip their asses into shape. Yeah, shame. you need to show them what's up. You're the General George Patton. Look, if they can't beat a relative noob, then I'm a little worried. Exactly. That's, that's so you need say. to go out there and beat the shit out of Team USA for America. Yeah. If you think about Do it. it for, you're like, um, remember in Civil War when like Captain America was like rogue? You're rogue Captain America. Spoiler alert. Right. And I'm, bu- I'm Bucky with the metal arm. I like Except it. it's just a sleeve. That's not really finished or colored. If I throw a shield on you, will you catch it? If you throw me your shield, it'll probably hit me in the face because yeah. I never played sports. <laughs> All right. This is not a question on the list, but here's a fun question. Which Marvel characters would each of our AOS personas be? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't think I don't think he's he's Captain America. No. Captain no. America cares too much. And he's, yes. you're not walking No, he's Red Skull. You're, He's endgame capitalism. <laughs> You're a fucking Red Skull. Because he's a banker? Yeah, gonna, he's a fascist he's, fuck. No, he's, he's Tony Stark because he's washed up, lots oh, of yeah. money, makes it happen. Drunk all the time. All yeah, the I did time. not inherit my wealth, though. Fuck off. That's, that's true. Your dad did own a mechanical, right? He did. It so you right. guys were rich growing up, too. <laughs> all, right, all right, cool. Next. Yeah. Joe, You're, who are you? Who am I? Who, who builds a lot of stuff? You're Whiplash. You're the bad guy from Iron Man 2. No, I am not Mickey Rourke. Do not put that <laughs> evil on me, Ricky Mickey Bobby. Rourke no fucking thing. With two big arms. I'm Ricky wings. Rourke. I cannot do accent. This is what I sound like normally. I have parrot. <laughs> this plot Give point. me burb. Fuck you, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> they not mammals. I just watched that movie, too. <laughs> so who's a better correlation for Joe? I was going to say Black Panther, but then I realized you're neither Black nor a Panther. So that doesn't work. No, I would say I would... I don't, Is there an Italian superhero? Italian-American superhero? Yeah, Super fucking Mario, dude. Are you high? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Fucking... Is he Marvel? No, he's a plumber. That is your middle... <laughs> yeah. I don't is know. He, here's the real question. Wow, hey, you're down a plumber. Are Mario and Luigi Union? No, they're told scabs. You think you're scabs? Total scabs, yeah. Why? Because, dude, do you ever see them wear a harness or do anything that's OSHA-related? Oh, that's true. They're fucking And rats. they're always going off the job site to go help Peach with whatever shit she's in right now? Yeah, first off, dude, have you ever seen any of them dorn a hard hat or safety glasses? 
No, that's true. No, they're, yeah. They're also, not... fireballs, definitely not OSHA certified. <laughs> no, no way, dude. <laughs> Do you ever see them put on any PPE, leathers, any of that? First off, the number of people that have died on their job sites, including turtles, is astronomical. They blow up a building with no safety netting. They jump onto flagpoles regularly. Yeah, totally fucking dangerous. In- irresponsible. Yes. All right, so um, Joe's... Mario. No, I was thinking it was a Marvel character. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'd probably be whatever one's the most retarded. <laughs> Which one is that? Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah, I'll be Ant-Man. Are there any Jewish superheroes? You're Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Force them out. So I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P., bro. Who's no. Stan Lee? Stan Lee. Anyway. Um, right, no, cool. what would be your hero? I don't know. I'm trying Captain to think. Baldness? Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, that joke's funny until it hurts. I'm sorry. That's right. rude. Anyway, um, so we don't want to get every section too long. Right. So let's just jump yeah, into let's our, just jump our into questions. 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 So bef- a little bit of background. I'm actually running a demo game a week from Monday for four or for three of my coworkers and one of their girlfriends. They're gonna do a two-on-two demo game, and one of my coworkers, Hannah, has gotten really obsessed with Warhammer. I'll show up in the morning and she'll show me this post-it note with like insane man scribbles on it. I was like, what is she? She's like, I wrote down all my questions like, so I wouldn't forget. So it, when you get here, I won't forget the questions because I'm listening to your podcast. Is it like the episode of uh, of like uh, Always Sunny where Charlie's like, then it was a Jan in accounting. There is no Jan in accounting. Like it's that, it's, it's like exactly that. like that. So she wrote us five questions because she really wants to build an army that is all female and possibly all mounted. So she's been asking me a lot of questions about hobbying and about how the game works. So we're going to answer her questions right now with our crack panel of panelists so first question when it comes to painting boobs would you rather paint quality or quantity i'm gonna go quantities <laughs> i'm into quality really yeah so like i would say that like a trillion boobs is better than <laughs> so you like the boob snake uh, model right yeah but i'm also but th- some what of those I... are quality boobs yeah those those are that is quantity the top, and quality the top the top boobs are quality the bottom boobs are just there for quantity Listen, I, I don't know, man. It depends, but I love all boobs equally. This is true. Small to large, yep. man to woman. Oh, I mean, um, <laughs> but no, like I mean, I can if, take my shirt off right now. If I'm okay. painting, if I'm painting boobs, I I think that it has to get to the ridiculous level of boobs. The ridiculous number of boobs. The like, quantity of boobs needs to be quadruple. See, I disagree. I'm gonna say quality of boobs is far more. So important. one when boob, I'm... one really really nice boob. Yes. Compared to two okay boobs. Here's my answer. Because <laughs> that's an if, if I was painting witch elves, there's just there's no texture, there's no there's no form and curve to those models. And if I'm gonna be lazy and paint my models, I'm gonna throw a wash on there and expect it to seep into the recesses. But a lot of those witch elves don't have recesses. I need there to be some curve, you're some looking motion for cleavage, to those oceans. What you're saying. I'm looking for cleavage. I'm looking for some heft so that I can Are you, be a lazy So what painter. would you say your favorite boob model is? It's a great question because that leads into Hannah's second question. I would say the, the, the model with the best boobs is probably the troll hag. Oh she my has, god. She has more weight in those boobs than any other plastic model she, has weight entirely. She looks like a woman who lives in a Russian village. You would be so lucky, Joe. <laughs> Jesus. She's a princess. She's a queen. So I would say she has the best boobs of any model. But if you were to ask me which model I found most attractive, which is really creepy because they're like one and a half inch <laughs> pieces of plastic, it's Marathi. Okay. Snake from Marathi. So full, from full transformer. My favorite pair of boobs in the whole game, for painting wise, because they have the most amount of texture, is going to be an Ogre Kingdom's Butcher. 
He no, has. I disagree with this one. Some of the best, like, saggy, crusty saggy. titty lines in the whole game. If you're going to be painting things that you need, you know, like, I'm not a flat surface painter. I can't do it, dude. I'm just not that good of an artist. I like to paint by numbers. Don't put yourself down, Joe. So I need those no, lines. No, you're such a good painter. I need lines to work on, you dick. And those lines are there. The he did. So, uh, Hengel, but favorite also, boobs to paint in the game. What quick, are yours? The one thing that's great about that butcher model is he's got such big boobs that they connect in the center of his chest. Right? It's like got that fat section in the center of the oh, chest. Oh, yeah. He, has, he actually has sternum fat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's putting on the so pound. I got I to gotta give respect to the chest. He's eating that nothing but 7-Elevens. Mm, he's on keto, but eats all the carbs, too. So, I've got uh, a couple small models... He's looking at the two you guys. I look listen. I think the best being part in the same room with these two. Is I'm just gonna say, for our listeners' sake, we're asking Angel about his favorite pair of boobs on his model while his wife is in the room <laughs> watching us, and like, I can tell he's not trying to say like what his favorite boobs are. Because clearly, like, the, the earmuffs, Betty earmuffs. Those are mine. Yeah, of right. course, obviously. It's, yes. They're models. They're they're just little objects, right? Yeah, plastic. Favorite <laughs> pair of plastic. Wait, did I say that out loud? Yes. <laughs> Best, best model. Uh, so I've got the actually they're metal, and if you uh, you'll see them this weekend on my uh, uh, Chaos War Shrine. There's these two. I got these two chicks in there. They're I think from the Dark Elder line. Yeah, oh, the, the slaves! Yes, yes they're tied up. that is extremely chauvinistic of you. Also true. One of them has a knife behind her back so she can murder the guy. Ooh, if you look closely, that, that arouses me even more. So it's the Carrie Fisher of Warhammer. Models made, yes. right? It's like the care. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we should we should give a shout out to the model you keep talking about. Though. The boob worm is pretty exquisite. Well, yeah, I mean, as it's, you said, it's quantity and quality at the same time. That is. can segue really well into Hannah's next question. Great question. So, do you have her questions memorized? I, I did I read them first. Yeah. Okay. So she asked if you were to make the most boobalicious list that you could think of for let's say two thousand points tournament play. What's well, gotta be bonus hard. points? For being mounted, what kind of list would you build? All right, so can Slanish. I? Slanish. I want to go first. Oh, I need to go first. Damn it. Sorry. So I would think that Hannah could do if she wants to do a non-GW army, like mm -hmm. non-GW models. She could get the Raging Hero Worm Rider Lost Elves. Yep. And they would work great as great secondary models for uh, the Akelian, uh Morsar Guard and Ishulin Guard. So they what's great about that whole line is they basically take the aesthetic from the old demonettes that are pretty porny which is a lot of fun and mix that with, with dark elves yeah right it, and you gotta they look good i don't know how those models look in person that's true i don't know how the casts are but from the 3d renders that you can look on their website they look really fucking nice and they're topless yeah and they're all topless and if you want to paint a bunch of nips that's up that's probably up your alley but for for hannah's army to want to do an all-female mounted army you can't pull that off in Age of Sigmar. There's no not in kits. not in match play. There's no well. There's no yeah. Why? Uh, why the slant? Uh, all, all all mounted is the problem. I'm right? actually I'm pretty sure that Hellstriders and the Seekers are battle line in the Slanesh allegiance. So what were you gonna say, Angel? Well, I was gonna say Slanesh. Uh, you'd have to do some converting with those hell, the Hellstriders, mm -hmm. and you got uh, the chariots, the big huge Slanesh Char chariots. Yeah, but are we assuming the gender of probably the most androgynous or uh, not androgynous would be the word? But like, well, so first of all, you keep like saying female. Dual, yeah, that's about mounted boots. That's actually true. She it could be. Oh, it could, you did, it could, be, works. It could yeah. be beast claw too. Uh, you know, oh, according to you. Yep, those are some big furry. Boots. That is some mounted. Dude, dudes with big boobs on mounts. 
Okay, well, I'm going to take this question from a competitive standpoint. I think there's there's definitely a mixed order list here. You can definitely you can have your your battle line. How do you feel your battle line though? Are Glade Riders battle line from Wanderers? Because those are you can pick the torsos you put on those. Those are good. You can get uh, eels, which are. She does need the old wood elf. Yeah, the old wood elf kits have a lot of. There are dark riders that also are female. Dark riders are female. You can do eels, which are either androgynous or female, right? Because they usually have in elf kits, they usually have male and female bodies. And then also the evocators of the three mounted evocators, one of them is female. So you can either get a bunch of that one model and get different weapon swaps, exactly, or just convert it up. I think it'd be good if she she could do a daughters of Cain army. Where she just converts all of her um, Malusai to be mounted instead of actually Medusas. Yeah. I think it would be cool. Or just or taking the um, the the Doomfire Warlocks and making them... Yeah, but they're not using, battle line, right? Using, she still no, has no, to no, fill her right. battle line right. choice. Oh, right? That's a good point. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. And you could ally in them. Yeah. The Achilles. Yeah, I, think, I think it's definitely a feasible idea. If you want to do the girl power list, I think you there's mean, a good obviously... there's a good chaos list. There's a half decent. I, I think there's a good list order. for everything, even except dark. I guess um, you could do a really heavily converted death list of all well, not the females, right? The only way you can tell if they're female with death is if you if you're going like measure the pelvises yeah, to see the angle because it's just skeletons. Well, well I mean, if you go night on, you got an Oli. Oh yeah, Lady Linda with the ghost boot. You got the banshees. Oh, we didn't talk about the ghost boot. Yeah, there are ghost titties. Yeah, good call. I, mean, I think it could be done. I think that if, if that's what you want to... I mean, GW has recently stated that they're going to try and include more female presence in their lines, which is good. For too long, it's been like a dude-oriented thing. That's true. And that they're going to try and I- include more models. Especially, I think, once... I think there might be some really good bits for her to do that once Plastic Sisters drop for 40k. Definitely. And there's a Slanashy army that's there's, rumored to there's come plastic out. We may find out tonight. There's Plastic Daughters. There's a lot of plastic models that you can use. Yeah. So... On the whole, if you were to try to take this army and play it competitively, how would you rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of how much fun you'd have playing it and how functional it would be? All right. So for me to kick that off, it, it depends on what route you would go. But if you say went the eel list, I think you would have... I don't know. It depend, Like I think if you play the eel list, people are going to moan. People are going to be like, but oh, People this. whine about the meta in general, so that's yeah, not... I do, but I think that it's not fun to play a list that someone else isn't going to have fun playing against. The eels... That's a personal thing. Yeah, how many eel lists have you played against? Like None. all eels. Yeah, I don't None, think... but all I see is people bitching about it on the internet. Right. Yeah, well that's the internet. That's, that's, the internet. that's where people go to bitch. I think I think if she played an eel list, if she did the worm riders to be all eels and made an Achelian queen instead of a Achelian king. I think that'd be really sweet. I think it'd be really cool looking. I think people would appreciate the effort she put in and I think that it would be competitive. It gives her a chance to compete in most games, aside from ones where it counts bodies for for objectives, I'd give it an eight or a nine out of ten for competitiveness. I would say, though, the downside to the idea of doing the heavily converted force as your first force mm-hmm. is, like, I don't know, Hannah, you do, but I know what happens when I bite off a big chunk of a highly converted, heavily like I'm already, I'm almost done building my flesh eater courts, right? They get the new book coming out that will change, but every model is converted in the whole list, right? And I'm getting burnt out. Yep. And I still, I, and I have I not. I disagree. I love conversions are the one thing that get my hobby juices going. All right. Well, I mean that's awesome, but I think when you're brand new, when you've never assembled a kit before, when you've never, well, I mean she has painted a warrior model before when she was a kid, but like as an adult, never sat down and go, you know, I'm gonna paint an army real nice. I'm gonna do the best that I can. It's a big. It's a. I think building a 2,000 point list is a big endeavor. It's a big. I think what she should do, as 
a new hobbyist, would, what would be the best goal is to build a 750-point list at this way. Yeah. So that gives her something to play with you and the people in the local area. And then also you get, you just build that list and you get it done. Right. And then you go, okay, was that huge chunk of converting all that, was that um, was it too much? Was, was that gratifying to me? Yeah. You know, And once it is, then you just fucking go with it. Yeah, definitely. Angela, anything to add on that? Yeah, I, I could build her a really good Slaneshi list that would be almost completely mounted. You can go an exalted demon of Slaneshi and give it the flying item and, yep. and do a conversion that on some big mount, crazy mount. Like, That's a cool idea. I mean, they have those fucking sweet chariots too, right? Yeah, the chariots are... Yeah. The chariots are good. I played against a, an all-chariot list at Basehammer, and I, as well as all-chariots and keepers and uh, Archeon, yeah. and I got my shit pushed in. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. no, it's play. That's totally playable and totally competitive. And, and those so kits fast. and those kits are really cool. Yeah. So, um, so it just depends on what aesthetic she's looking for. If she's looking for like the spiky bits. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. that's the list to play. Yeah. If she's looking for sleek, like clean, like clean, not mutated, yeah. like, like you know, these like, like I mean, like daughters of Canada are supposed to be like these, like everyone's beautiful, right? Yeah. That's like their goal. Like so, that's where you got to find it. But you could do. Pay homage to that um, Storm of Chaos Cult of Slanesh Dark mm-hmm. Elf list mm-hmm. and use Daughters of Cain as your fucking. Yeah. Absolutely. As, yeah, and that'd be sick too. Definitely. So there's a lot sh- that Hannah could do, and I think that uh, she just kind of has to find the aesthetic she likes and pull the trigger on it. And figure out how much she wants to convert. I think and also how much she wants to spend. That's yeah. true. Because Daughters of Cain are not cheap. Yep. All right, her last question is, Jacob, why do you hate me? And I would say it comes down to two main factors. Uh, the first one is her personality, and the second one is her looks. So we've got a question from <laughs> Imitation Cheese on Twitter, our buddy from Pennsylvania. Dr. Cheese! Dr. Cheese! Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, you got an international fan? Philadelphia? He's oh. Philadelphia is <laughs> No, we do have international fans. They're called The Dwellers Below. Have you heard of their podcast? Uh, oh, the Australian guys. Yeah. yeah. Let's shout out to Sam Morgan. Fun. A haiku of, by Sam Morgan every day. Uh, picture the same of picture of Sam Morgan. Morgan every day. These are my favorite Twitters. Keep them coming. What a sheep shagger. All yeah. right. So, Dr. Cheese asks us. <laughs> fucking facts, fat guy. Pick a low-tiered army, one you don't currently own, and discuss how you would like to build, an, build a list and play it. Joe, what do you got? I have my, I, I've had an idea for a Beast Claw Raiders army. Okay. That was, everyone was mounted on orcas and dolphins. Okay. And then, uh, well, dolphins would be my uh, saber tusks. Yep. Everyone's aquatic themed. Uh, this is mainly because I am terrified of whales. That's is all. Your, That's all. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Is your, is your general's name going to be Steve Zisu? Yes. It's going to be about the life aquatic of Steve Zisu. Wonderful. Everyone will have cute little red hats. Wonderful. And Willem Dafoe will be there. Wonderful. In short shorts. Do you mean... No, Willem Dafoe was in that movie. Willem Dafoe? Are yeah, sure? it was Willem Dafoe, yes. It wasn't... No, yeah. Okay. There was also... Wow. Wow. Wow, okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, Wilson was there, yeah. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Dad, what would you do for a low-tier army? Well, I mean, I just designed it for Hannah and do a slanish. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, man. Actually, I'm all pumped up to do that kind of army. Well, but they got a book coming out in like a month or two, so... Hopefully, hopefully in two months. Hopefully in two weeks. <laughs> hopefully in two months, and then I'll have to I buy Jacob a Keeper I really want to keep your secrets from you, and I can't wait for you to buy me a uh, Idol and a Mathlon, so you. I can have three of them. <laughs> Any other list you're thinking about, Angel? <sighs> Nighthaunt. 
That's what I can't. Yeah. <laughs> it said one you don't own. <laughs> oh, don't own. Well, you do. So I haven't painted it yet. You don't really like playing Nighthawk? You just no, I really like them. I just don't think they're that high tier, right? Um, I no, think Nighthawk. They're high tier if you're playing Legions of Nagash. Right? Yes. Right, but it's not Nighthawk at that point. Yes. Yeah, I understand. But it's the, all Nighthawk models except for Nagash. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. For me, it's that list I keep talking about with Daughters of Cain with the, the four avatars and Marathi. I don't think it's good, but I think it'd be fun. It does sound fun. It does, but I don't think it would be good because Aren't, the good knocking? choices. Is that Joe Urban? No one was knocking. That was my phone ringing. Oh. Uh, there's nobody. Nobody thinks avatars are the strong choice in that book. The, the power of that book is the cheap bodies that you can then buff up with a bunch of attacks. The avatars are good, but they're not as good. So that's what I would build. Next question comes from Randy at T A U T O R 1990 on Twitter. He asks, "What are our thoughts on compendium armies? What do you think about the compendium armies that, have, that are no longer?" Really part of the AOS canon, but are old armies that are like the Bretts being there, yeah, and like the Wood Elves, Bretts, Tomb Kings. Well, Wood Elves have been turned into Wanderers, but there's some old, other old ones, mainly. Tomb I Kings. think Tomb Kings deserve a spot in AOS. I think they're aesthetically cool. I think some of those models still hold up. Are you an Egyptophile? I'm not an Egyptophile, um, but I would say that in I think they're I think they were like part of the good IP that GW had. I thought they were interesting, you know. Okay. And I know, like, Kings of War kind of did, like, the Egyptian undead thing, too. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. I really thought those models were fucking cool, dude. I think if they put a little bit more, like, actual GW AOS spin on it, they could make it a copyrightable IP, and it would really gratify those people who it, just want to play Satra. It would be cool if they just didn't, if they even did not, like, not just Egyptian, but they did, like, all Pyramid, like, so they could do, like, Aztec and, like, um... You know what I mean? Like Mayan. A, yeah, Mayan like anybody, like, anybody who had a ziggurat gets to be... Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like, I mean, you Las could do... Vegas. <laughs> yeah, Luxor could be... A, Luxor could be in there. But they also... I mean, even... um, What's it called? You could do, like, uh, the Terracotta Army, too. Oh, yeah. Like, that would be cool. That right? would be cool. So. Any thoughts on Compendium Armies, Angel? Have you been around for Compendium? I don't even know what those are. Yeah. Okay, no worries. Yeah. Um, what about... So here's the next question. Does cherry-picking... The best units in any army to use in a loosely written narrative army really act as narrative, or is it just a shallow attempt at having an excuse for power gaming? I think this question is aimed at Smorgan, who came up with this whole fluff for his Xandri themed army, and then just took skinks, Arcanauts, and evocators. Okay, so I would say I don't, as a player, I don't really care. I think fluff is cool, and I think it works for some people, but for me, I'm looking at it as a game. Yeah. First, right. and then the fluff is additional. Sure. And then some people who love Warhammer's fluff, they love the fluff so much that it's the fluff first, game second. Yeah, and you can tell when you look at their list, like, man, this guy took three gun haulers. He's clearly not interested in winning games. He cares about the story that he's telling with his army. Yeah, and that and that's cool. That that is that's making it your game, and I think that is necessary for the game that we play for you to have that option. Yeah. Because then we would just be. I don't but know, the, some other but the counterpoint game. to that it would be Maltha. Right, but the what? counterpoint to that yeah, is, is when someone buys old models, they convert them a little bit, and then they say that there's something that's new that they don't want to spend money on, and that it's supposed to represent, but it's a completely different model, right? It's a completely yeah. different aesthetic, and that's that's probably there's a, a excuse. There's a certain effort you have to put into a Count Saz army. Yes, if you're doing absolutely. a Johnny Hastings Count Saz army, where you're like putting in 
like he probably put like 400 hours yeah, in that Ogre yeah. King's army. That army is great. The Bull Ogre's army he did mm-hmm. is amazing. It's beautiful. I've only ever seen it in pictures, but it's like something that will always be in my memory when it comes to Warhammer is yeah. how nice a job Johnny did on that. And I'm not saying this because he's my friend. I've never even fucking met the guy, but he put the effort in to make this incredible thing. And that is much different than putting, like, oh, I bought a bunch of eels and I put, like, head swap. Yeah, I, I put dark swap. elf heads on them. Yeah. Yeah. So now, so now they're this. Yeah. Where's each heads on a Stormcast? I mean, dummy. yeah, fuck, I mean, fuck that guy. I mean, Johnny fucking sculpted, like, 40% of that army, yeah, right? Yeah. From yeah. scratch. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's funny that you say that because. Tristan Gray wrote in as oh, oh, can I yeah, let, let, let Angel, I'm just, let Angel so, weigh in but on it. But it works, it works with what you said, because Tristan literally wrote in and said, how does the paint quality, or the quality paint job or quality conversions play into your opinion of those types of armies? So that was another question. That was a so it's on that, yeah. On and that, that question. So I feel like I touched on that. Angel, why don't you take this from Well, I, I, I'll go back to the Power Gamer comment. Because Definitely, because you he, know Power Gamers. Yeah, hey, I am yeah. a notorious Power Gamer, but as a Power Gamer, fluff is really important to me. And how many times did I have, you know, that whole story of my army there mm-hmm. on the on the movement tray and wrote little shit, you know, yeah. stories on? I love doing that kind of stuff. And yeah. so someone who does that, I appreciate it. But it goes back to what you were saying. It's the effort you put into it. And so, like, my Warriors of Chaos army, you know what everything is, even though it's completely 100% converted. It's easy to tell. You know, Chaos Knight's a Chaos Knight. Um, yeah, I think when you get to the point where you're putting your stuff on the table and your opponent doesn't know what it is, you have to say to them, like, oh, that's evocators, or that's this, or that's that. Like, well, that's, the guys... that's conversion, but his question was about uh, narrative play, right? No, no, the question's about competitive play. But In like a narrative using, format. You know, using narrative as an excuse to have shittily converted or... Ah, no, yeah. like, see, that's like trying to bend, bending the narrative to fit your 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 power game army. Right. With like, Instead of letting your army have a natural flowing narrative, and also be a power. So the biggest example of this I can think of, we went to a team tournament back when we played Eighth Edition, and I played against a guy whose name rhymes with Shmi Shmorn, and he ran a Nurgle army that didn't have a single GW model, which I'm fine with. None of it was well painted, which I'm fine with. But he didn't have any justification. I asked, I literally said to him, like, hey, so you're playing these as Nurgle Flies, you're playing these as Plague Bearers. What was your motivation for buying these these models? Because they're interesting, I've never seen them before. He goes, well, they're models I can use as multiple things. I can say they're Dark Elves, I can say that they're Nurgle, I can say they're whatever I want because they're not from the GW line. I didn't have to pay them that well, and I can play them competitively. And that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, that's bullshit. This guy wasn't here to, like, make friends. He wasn't here to learn about himself or about other people when playing. He came there to play Magic the Gathering, but with Warhammer. Where does he live? East Coast. Uh, Texas. Texas exiled him, right? Texas exiled him? Uh, we banned him from our tournament. No. He wrote a really bad review of our tournament one time. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, not not the kind of person that, in my mind, is what we what want. What was his name? Community. It rhymes with Shmi Shmorn. We'll, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> okay. Lee Horn. Anyway, moving on. Next question comes from Jacob Burleson. He asked, what are our... Roger Smegma goals for 2019. Um, not do anything Warhammer related that could get me divorced. Nice, good one, Angel. I don't know who this is. I'm uh, guy. he runs the tournament. Roger Smegma, in... Rage of Sigmar. Rage of Sigmar. I thought what? that was you. Guys. What are your rage... What are your goals for 2019? 2019, get back in the hobby. Just show up. There you go. Are you gonna show, try and show up to some stuff maybe in Australia and New Zealand in 2020? That's 2020. Yeah, but are you going to try and do it? you got to pay the money then. Yeah, well, the person you need to convince in this room is not me. 
Betty. What are your goals <laughs> for Agents Betty, of Betty, Margo's going. Lindsay's going. Joe's going. Lin- that means... Yeah, oh, we got it on record. <laughs> Can't take that bitch. It's happening! <laughs> and I'm spent. And I've never lost to an Australian, just so we know. Oh, shots oh, fired. Oh, which dweller is going to challenge who, who, who did I play? Was, wasn't it Owen at ETC? Was he a ginger and not super friendly? Yes. That sounds like Owen. Nick Owen? <laughs> father of lilies. The father of lilies. No, he, was, he was playing not to lose. I beat him 13-11. He did exactly. That doesn't great. add up to 20. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 13. <laughs> Math. <laughs> no. 13-W. I don't know. I beat him by a couple. He did exactly yeah. what he was. It doesn't matter. You still win. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. I'm Vin Diesel. Yeah. Sorry. Not Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. All right. All right. Moving on. Yeah. 11, nine, Next question nine, nine, from, what? from some old guy in the area named Pike Mengel. He asked, Never heard what of the guy. armies do you not want to face here at LVO? I have one. Yeah? Any of them. <laughs> so what are you going to do the whole time? Just get super fucking drunk and miss all of my games. Minus 60 points. <laughs> That's that's a that's a win in its own right, right there. Yeah. Real quick, you want to explain the points that we're going through? Oh we're yeah. Doing this, All right. So the, it's the, one point for every alcoholic beverage you consume over the course my, of the weekend. Over the course of the whole weekend, minus three uh three points for vomiting, five points for showing up late. No, five five points are going to bed early, and then minus ten points if you miss your games. Right. Any so game. what was Each it called? Game. The rage. Uh, the oh, the rage. I'll, I'll check it out. I can't. Competition or something. All right, so we're keeping track. Currently, the score stands... I just drink two. I don't know. Right. While we're podcasting. So you're on four? Four. Four points? Four points. I'm, I'm on four points, and I, Joe's on I, zero. Negative two. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you went to bed early last night. Yeah. I looked at him. I looked it doesn't at, even make sense. Look him dead anyway. in his soul. Yeah, it's the real-time alcoholic beverage guzzled entirely. Rage count. One point for every alcoholic beverage consumed, minus three for vomiting, minus five points for turning in early, and minus ten for missing a game at LVO. And we should add something about giving and taking away points, like we're Dumbledore. You're just like, oh, that was funny. <laughs> Ten points to Dumbledore. Yeah. Something like that. If we if we come up with something epic yeah. or horrible. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, well, that would be going on a 24-hour bander, Johnny style. I'm peeking. <laughs> I might do that. <laughs> All right. So our second question. Oh, Hendel. What oh, what list are you looking uh, to? Uh, any lists by someone who's a good player. Cool. Okay, so I'm actually gonna say, to going back, I'm going to avoid like pretty much what Hendel's taking. Yeah. Because I think I could take the. I might be able to kill the Legions of Nagash list if I play against a player who leaves an opening in Nagash. Yeah. I could take that. Yep. From my list, but playing like the the Magikin and Nurgle like that Hendel's taking like the super fast Chaos Knights that's kind of scary. I think my list struggles most with being alpha struck because my list is designed to have a good counterpunch when they take the bait. So if they if, if I face someone who has a good alpha strike like a Durthu, like an Ilarial, like don't you have a guy that can that's basically got a free dispel scroll? No, I didn't take that one. Oh, well, okay. uh, but I'm also not, not even talking about magic. I'm talking about if someone can get behind my lines or get like a weird charge on me with either like flesh a, really, point a really ports. good, a really strong first turn charge or something scary. Yeah, that's gonna really mess me up, especially if it's one of the scenarios where you have to hold objectives or can burn them, right? Because I don't have a lot of bodies on the table. That's weak. I have like 34 to 40 scenario. models on the table. It's not that many, and yeah. I I will. So how many models on your table? Go for you. Uh, I think it's like 34. Jesus. It's I'm at 72, I think. 
I don't know. Apparently, I have 169 wounds. I found out from Tony. A hundred. Nice. Nice. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. So uh, let's finish up the questions so we can wrap yep, up the first segment because we're right. only at 40 minutes in the first segment. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna this be is a supposed to be a long episode. This is supposed to be 15. So it's gonna be really great for you to edit. <laughs> yeah. Super hungover when you're trying to make up at work. His the second question from Pike Mendel says, "How did you let?" The Realm Report, bump your star guest. Do you have any feelings about this? Yeah, our star guest is a little bitch who fucking went on the Realm Report behind our back, fucking voiding our NDA agreement. Yeah. Wait, there was an That's NDA agreement? unenforceable now. So the NDA is not enforceable. So you let are me, a bad let, dad let, to let your adopted you sons. told me, because he's got the inside scoop, it's amazing shit. You liar. He didn't tell you anything. I know. That guy, you that guy keeps a secret like a car. It's like, we're your friends. He's tighter than a crab's uh, asshole. No shit he is. How do you know what a crab's asshole's like? It's watertight. <laughs> is it an asshole or a cloaca? It's a cloaca. <laughs> Shout out to Derek. He yeah. doesn't listen. Shout out to all the Idenuff players who don't know if they have vaginas or cloacas. Cloaca? <laughs> yeah. Is that the right way to say that? I have uh, 40, 40 models on my list. That sucks. Yeah. All right. So that is from that a-hole, Pike Mendel. We have two more questions. I'm sorry, three more questions real quick. From Moobs, our buddy Craig from the UK. Moobs. Pick an AOS character. What alcoholic drink would they drink? Here's what I, so I'll start. I'll start. I think that Festus would probably take pus and ferment it into some really gross sour beer that Skeletti would like and drink that like a fucking hipster <laughs> and like talk about bands you've never heard of and just oh, I think shit. that's that's my that's my pick. Oh, that's a good one. Also follow up hags would drink like some sort of blood based mead. That's a good one. Hengel, you go next. Yeah, yeah I'm one. thinking Lady Olinder would go with the cosmopolitan because it's high class and she's got lady in her name. And a nice boob. A nice ghost boob. Boobs. Are there two? I know yeah. that I know that like the the sash sort of falls funny on one side, so you only really see like one ghost boob. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go with the centigores, but they're probably drinking like King Cobra. Hell yeah. Like, they're just like drunk. Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, mad drunk. Like just drinking 40s out of a brown paper bag, talking shit outside the liquor store, beating me up for my lunch money in high school and shit. That's what I'm thinking about. Tell us more about that. What? Yeah, that was an oddly specific <laughs> thing to talk about, Joe. Yeah, all right. So, anyway. couple of guys there are no good. <laughs> Started making trouble in the neighborhood. Next up, question from Chris Cousins, that old egg from the Dwellers. Yeah, yeah. His question got a little scrambled on Twitter, but I'll try to figure out if it makes any sense. He said, "Kill, fuck, marry, AOS named characters." Oh shit. Didn't Smorgan comment on that too? We got a comment. We have, we have a follow up question right, with that. Right, so so let's, let's start with this one. AOS named characters. Yep. Kill, fuck, marry. All right, I would. I need a couple minutes. I got a good one. I would, uh, I'd kill Nagash because he's broken and OP. He's already dead. Total kill, like dead. Total kill. Total. Yeah. I would. I would fuck Marathi because she seems like a freak. Oh, which and wait, I, which Marathi? Oh, yeah. Lil Marathi or Big Marathi? <laughs> Lil Marathi. Because you don't know where to put it on I, Big Marathi. Snake's vagina scares me. And then I would marry Alariel because she's very big and I like tall, strong, scary women. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh my God, that's pretty good. 
Well, fuck Chris Cousins for asking this question while my wife is sitting in the room. <laughs> no, no, we're getting to Kill Fuck Mary with content creators later. Start right now with, with Kill Fuck Mary and with named characters. All right. So I'm going to have to uh, go with, God damn it, Kill? I'm going to have whatever Stormcast character because I hate the entire faction. Just kill them all. Uh, Racist. Wow. <laughs> they, they bother me. Uh, righteous mother. What the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, I'm gonna go with Ilarial to, to yeah. fuck. She's got a big old beetle. Oh, you know what they say about girls with beetles? Give me the ride home while I can do the, uh, the, the walk. <laughs> Talk about finding yourself a mounted character. <laughs> and if you guys haven't figured it out, I've got something for Lady O. So I'd have to marry her just because of all the grief. She oh, does. She <laughs> does. Very, very Jewish of you to want to do it through the sheet. You know what I mean? She's already in her wedding gear. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. That's a fitting all right. answer. All right, Jacob, what do you got? All right, so I think I would kill Manfred because he's a cock. Everyone hates Manfred. He's really obnoxious. Your answers were pretty good for fuck, but I think I would I would fuck um, a Slanesh Greater Demon. Because, like, I don't care. I don't care Challenge accepted. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. I don't care, like, how wrecked I'm getting. I don't care where my soul goes. Yeah. Like, you know, I would get. She would my literally, literally get my suck your soul out. Literally. Out through my buckle. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. And. <laughs> sorry, Mom. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to say that. Uh, we, they put us in this situation. Yes. Yeah, it's not our yeah, fault. Yeah, it's the Australian's fault. Yeah. Blame the Australian. Fucking Australian. Uh, I think. Man, Mary is hard. I think. I damn this one is actually tough. I think I would marry um Dracoth Oath Queen. Dark Oath War Queen? <laughs> yeah, you fuck, I don't fucking know. It's not a bad one. Uh the Hag Queen. Yeah. I would marry the Hag Queen because you've seen her that that bag, she stuffs all sorts of shit in there. Like I would come up on like The Troll Hag, you mean? Yeah. The troll hag. Yeah. Yeah. Troll Hag wants new snoot. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I would marry. I would marry her. Our, our last question comes from Smorgan, also an honorary uh, dwellers below. Shout out to Smorgan for writing in this question. Yeah. He asks, "Kill, fuck, marry, AOS content creators." All right. Kill. It's <laughs> not a content creator anymore. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> he used to be. He's not anymore. All right. Kill. Legends of the Paint you make. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Either one of them. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, shit. Uh, Smorgan. Marry the father of lilies. That That's makes sense. you. You're the father uh, of lilies. Yeah. You mean uh, father of lies? No. Me. I want to marry me. Very conceited of you. I don't know. I have no idea. I would, I, I would marry The thing you. is, is I want to put it out there. Every single one of you AOS contact creators, your fucking podcasts are too low. I have tinnitus. I can't hear any of your podcasts. It's awful. Raise the goddamn volume. I agree. I'm old. I can't hear shit. It's fucking true, dude. You know, everyone's going to turn this off because you just blew out their earbuds. Whatever. Fuck them. All right, Hedgel. Uh, so I'd have to kill the honest war gamer because he's always too happy. Um, I would have to fuck. Rob? Rob Symes. Rob Symes. Is that who it is? I don't know. Yep. He's in all those like YouTube stuff. Yep. That's sad. Holy he calls fuck. he calls everyone a babe, which I appreciate. He called me a babe one time. Just always so excited and happy, you know. It's he's too positive. 
Yeah. Mm. It's just too much positivity. He has none of that American, like, our whole world is fucked thing going on. Even though he is involved in... He's at, he's at these tournaments, and why is he not hungover as fuck in the morning? You know what it is, dude? He's a DJ, so he, like, stays up super late and doesn't uh, get to sleep uh, for a living. I blame it on cocaine. I don't even know if he does it, but I'm sure he does. He's <laughs> a DJ. All right, so there's your kill. Uh, well, let's see. Fuck. You know, God damn it! can I fucking marry the same one? Or do I, they gotta be separate? Sure, no, you can, I mean, you, you can, can say, say me, the same You can say twice. me twice if you want. <laughs> I'd have to fuck you. I would have yes. to say yes. Yeah. All that like, hair. I'd, all that hair. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't jealous. <laughs> yeah. You can hold on to the hair But lines. I'd have to marry Nick Gentilly. Oh. Because he's like healthy, and when I get old and decrepit in my old life, he'd take care of me. He's also like even more obnoxious than we are. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what a legend. So that would be a terrible marriage. All right, so this is a good first hour of the Am podcast. Am I not going to fucking answer this question, you <laughs> asshole? Do interns not going to answer the fun question? God. All right. All right. Hang on, did the interns get a Glock? <laughs> All right, kill Tony Pacheco from the Realm Report for oh. stealing our guest. Goddamn right you would. Yeah, kill his ass. I'm going to kill his ass tomorrow on the tables. Oh, we're playing shit. round one. Shots fired. You're not even going to show up to that round. No, I read his list. It's going to be awful. <laughs> He's going to kick the shit out of me. Fuck... Dude, Dan from AOS Shorts is one sexy-looking robot. Silver Dude, Fox. He's like he's like a he Where's Waldo-looking silver, silver Fox robot. He is. I would let him take me to Poundtown every day of the weekend, twice on Sunday. That's a good call. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And Mary... Smorgan. It's got to be Joe Pagano. Really? I call you more times on a daily basis than I do my wife and my mom combined. Isn't that great? We probably talk four times a day. It's disgusting. I gotta say, I, I, this is this is the the truth. Is I was, uh, we're Betty and I were following you on the Vegas Strip here, and you guys were like, and I'm just like, they're like a married couple. We are. It's beautiful. We are. We like to finish each other's dicks. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Rage of Sigmar. Tune in for part two in like 30 seconds for you tomorrow for us. And we out. Yeah, we out. Your time is up, my time is now. You can't see me, my time is now. It's the franchise where I'm shining now. You can't see me, my time is now. In case you forgot or fell off, I'm still hot. Knock your shell off. My money stacked back, plus I can't turn the swell off. The franchise doing big business. I live this, it's automatic. I win this, so you hear those horns, you finish. A soldier, and I stay under you fighting. Plus I'm storming on these chumps like I'm thunder and lightning. Ain't no way you breaking me, kid. I'm harder than nails. Plus I keep it on lock like I'm part of the jail. Slaughtering stale competition. I got the whole block wishing they get on with my division. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's, we are back. And we got Cameron Shearer with us here. What's up, everyone? It's 5 o'clock in the morning, and I am awake. So now everyone else is, too. Hey, what's popping, yo? He really wants to record right now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just excited to be part of the experience. I'm excited to All right, so Cameron doesn't play AOS, but he's in our room with us. We've never met him before, but... That is, that is true. I actually broke in here. I was looking for blow. <laughs> or Joe's hat. Yeah, using my hat. So a little a little recap. Uh, there, if you were following us on Twitter during this whole experience, the last time I tweeted was about 4 p.m. And now I have a huge blank spot in my memory from about 5 p.m. I did get an email saying that we didn't make it to dinner last night. We had reservations for months, and I did not go. 
So <laughs> we got Hattie Reeves, which is literally a mile from my house in Nashville, but we came all the way here is, to Vegas to get Hattie B's hot chicken. Isn't that how you know you've like made it in the business though? Is people make like really important reservations and you just can fuck off? I mean, I might get a charge, but whatever, YOLO. That's you think like, I yeah, you don't, you're, you're important now. Potato salad into the carpet. <laughs> I didn't eat potato salad, so I have no idea. But I did step on something wet. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. That's that's my bag. I was too excited earlier. Oh shit. Oh shit. So Joe, what were your highlights from yesterday? I would say there aren't very many highlights. <laughs> hey, what are your lowlights? <laughs> my lowlights are somehow misplacing eight hundred dollars cash. Not lost. <laughs> Mis- I didn't lose it gambling. I just Literally. don't know where it is. You, you just physically put it somewhere and then don't remember where that's. All right. Is. So there was a point where there was someone giving out massages at a table, and I think I thought I tipped her like ten bucks, and I think I tipped her like seven hundred. <laughs> so. I mean, the massages were really good. Yeah. You just I, put you just put her one of her kids through like half of a single. She was like course. twenty-two, dude. Yeah. So I mean, she, she lives in Vegas, so she probably has four kids. So. <laughs> if you're listening, Cassie, we love you. Yeah. What, what was her name? Carrie. Something with it. I looked... Double consonant I E. <laughs> Cammy. Caddy. Caddy. Yeah. With a T, not a T. Whatever. Fuck her. Um. Is that a Mean Girls reference? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tina, Sorry, it's five in the morning. I'm just want to make sure I'm keeping up. T T Tina Fey is a legend, you know. So. She's fucking brilliant. Yeah. So what else happened last night? Um, I lost my hat, my favorite hat. We learned about those sweet He's... new corn magic spells. Oh yeah. That are well, let's talk. Magical. Let's do it. Let's go. Phenomenon. 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 Do you want some skulls for the corn? That's what it sounds like half an hour ago when you. Got to poop out all that alcohol. Oh my god, so I heard you shouting. <laughs> just... The walls are pretty ah! <laughs> At least you know I wasn't vomiting, right? <laughs> yeah, otherwise mm. it would make the same sound. Oh, I've got yeah. a I've got a highlight for you though. Oh what, what happened? You you fucking discovered oh, like rally. your favoriteest drink ever in the world. Oh my god, the Bunderberg blood orange whatever, you Australians out I know the Australians are gonna listen to this. You guys have it. I want it. I want the burger rings, and I want Bundaberg. fucking Bundaberg blood orange, Stop. fucking carbonated soda, whatever it is. It's delicious. It's I a, want it. A swimming pool. They were five dollars a piece, and they had six left, so I spent thirty dollars on that last <laughs> night. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we know how, how you misplaced your eight hundred dollars. Yeah. I just got yeah. You, play, you placed an order for a truck of Bundaberg. I wish. No, yeah, so that was at, like, at like 1 o'clock in the morning, Cameron got to our room. I sure did. And then um, I rallied for a little bit. You did? It was I'm beautiful. actually still rallying, because I don't think I went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we, we had to, like, uh, le- learn about that new gospel music. Oh, yeah. Fuck Satan. I'm not going to say the N-word. <laughs> Fuck that N-word Satan. That's it. That's my new favorite gospel song. I don't want to fuck Satan. I just want the neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. When we watched the Daddy Long Nets video, everyone who's listening to this is like, what are these guys talking about? Um, we watched a bunch of ghetto videos, and then we watched Irish fight call-out videos. So if you're in the UK, 
Um, next time we get beef with somebody else, we're going to make one of those for you. <laughs> the Pikey fight, fight videos, yeah. My faith in humanity it. definitely dropped like a point or two after one. You're coming to me, Big Sean. I ain't coming to you. I'm going to punch you in your fucking face. And I... I love it. I Junk, want that. Junk, <laughs> Joey. Joey. Yeah, that was good. I wanted to be asleep then. I want to be asleep now. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to just wrap this segment up. But, uh, yeah, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. I woke everybody up to be annoying. This is not going to the show, is it? I, uh, no, it's definitely going to the show. <laughs> it's definitely going. I am ahead in the drinking competition. I don't know how. All right. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we're we're going to have to reset today because I lost count after my sixth $100 lost. <laughs> so, <laughs> I started crying. Where's my fucking hat? Four stacks for the heels on my bitch feet. Car seat still smelling like 10 keys. Tell a plug that I'm looking for an increase. Wingstop, fat boy, need a 10 piece. Say a nigga name in the car star. Nigga switching lane to lane like Walmart. Sipping Bordeaux while I'm Bordeaux. Has the lights flashing on the Bordeaux. Switch the Benzo for the Enzo. Back to the Benzo when the end's low. Switch your old bitch for my new bitch. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is Saturday morning, 6 in the fucking morning, and we are here to talk to you about Age of Fucking Sigmar. How you doing, Joe? I think I'm alive. <laughs> what about on the inside? Everything feels like my intestines have been used by a magic bullet. <laughs> a, a slap chop. How many times have you pooped in the 48 hours we've been here? <laughs> oh, dude, my ass is raw. I don't know what's going on. It's not diarrhea, everybody. I'm doing okay. Is it, is it five poops in less than 48 hours? Yeah. That's pretty incredible. That's, they, but they haven't been big poops. Huh. I've been eating a lot. so. That's, that's true. What else is going on? We actually decided that since today we woke up and we're like not incredibly hungover. We're just like mildly hungover. We're gonna do a little chit chatting about our games yesterday. So, do so you wanna, yeah, do I'll you start it off. Yeah. So I uh, I challenged Tony to play first round because Tony. he stole our guest on his show. He stole Mike Hengel and had him on his show before we got a chance to interview him about his his recent tournament win. And I was pissed about that, so I challenged him to the first round. Tony Pacheco of War Scroll Builder fame. He was on our I think second episode. We talked about Star Wars and 9/11 and all sorts of shit. Anyway, I uh. He was playing his Beastmen, and he had huge units and probably had over 100 models on the table. And he I mean, summoned yeah. another 40 models. And I just thought I was going to get whomped, if I'm going to be honest, because I just I can't contest space the way he can. Uh, and it was actually pretty close, and I ended up losing on a couple good rolls that he clutched out and a couple bad mistakes on my part. Uh, really fun game, and I lost that first one. You want to do your game one or just Yeah, just my game it? one was against a guy named Chris Dot- Dotson. Mm-hmm. He's from, I think, the Vancouver area. Mm-hmm. He was a pretty fun game. It was, um, he had like a Clan Skyr list with a Vermin Lord. Um, he had two blocks of the fucking. Um, the Plague Monks? No, the fucking ra- giant rat storm fiends. Oh, yeah. And um, so I ne- I'd never played against them where they were all like close combat. I think he had one with like a different type of close combat weapon. But yeah. Dude, those things punched the fuck out of they everything. They real hard. And they Holy tunnel up, so you can't really like alpha strike. But he them. couldn't tunnel in the, that scenario. That's right. So, that's so he had them on the table. You. But you couldn't also, you couldn't come on the side. I don't have anything that does that in my oh, fuck, champions not. list. <laughs> I promise I know how this game works. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> um, 
but it was a really good game, and there were a lot of times where it looked like like I was going to just be able to take it because mm-hmm. I had more bodies. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, he managed to summon just enough giant rats to oh. take one objective. And in the la- like the last uh. turn we played, we played up to turn four. He like went ahead by one point. So once he was ahead, I had all I had left was my three foot heroes. Yeah. Everyone else was dead, so I had my soul, ca- my uh, two soul renders, and my tidecaster. Yeah. I so in my first game with Tony, he kept summoning Ungors, just just close enough, and then making his nine inch charges to get onto my objectives that I was holding with like one model. Yeah. Had like a hero, he would charge a bunch of shitty dudes onto it and steal it back. I was like, fuck. I, actually, I just secured this space. I actually fucked up because what I did is I retreated my soul render back mm-hmm. towards an objective. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, he can now move and then charge. Oh shit. And then if he, yeah, I was like, oh shit. And then like, he can move and then charge. <laughs> I and just gave him the range <laughs> benefits. Yeah, I gave him the, the range benefit. So he got that shit. But he actually didn't do that. He turned around and killed Volturnus, which mm. was like. He's sort of your choppy thing that was left. He was... Yeah, that was all that was left, and the turtle and the turtle died, too. But the turtle managed to kill all, a unit of those punchy fuckers. Yeah. All, like, polished one off. Nice. Was it? Was he just running two units of three? Yeah, two units of three. Yeah, they're expensive. And he had two or three units of... Yeah, two units... Of, like, plague monks. Okay. Or plague... Poison wind globe deers, whatever yeah, yeah, they yeah. became. I think and, that's what they're called. Yeah, and he had uh, a couple characters and shit. He had a lot of magic. Um, so it was a pretty balanced list. Yeah, it wasn't... Like, there's a definite way to play that list where you're like, you do the Warfire guys and, and it's tunnel, not fun. Yeah. And it's not fun. He had a different style of it, and it was really cool. And uh, it's pretty funny, because he's like... His painting is... It's, it's He's got good tabletop quality painting, but his bases have, like, the nicest-looking crackle paint I've ever seen. Like, it huh. looks so good. It, like floats on top of the bevel base like at a perfect smooth consistency yeah the crackle looks really deep and has depth and i was like dude i love your base he's like dude everyone just says that to me and it's like fuck my model (laughs) 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 it's like yeah but i was like but it draws your eye to them it's so fast i'll have to try to see those when we get into the hall obviously tony has a beautiful army yeah tony's army is like top-notch quality paint um it's wonderful so then, what was your turn? So game two, two like? game two, I played a guy from Salt Lake City named Braden. Uh, he actually came to Nashcon last year, and I think we probably talked to him a bit because he seemed familiar. He seemed familiar with us, just vaguely, right? I think but, he um, just remembers me screaming belligerently. That on sounds Sunday. right. So he remembers. He he understands you as a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he was running a like a much fluffier Stormcast list. He was running the the Vanguard chapter. So he was running the Lord Aquiller, which is like the fighty character on the Griff Charger. Two units of three Paladors. Five units of the Hunters, which are universally probably thought of as like a less less powerful choice for all, than all the other battle line choices in Stormcast. And then a unit of nine Vanguard Raptors, so the, the big snipey ones. The Hunters are the guys with the hand with the bows, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they have some cool shenanigans for how they come on the table, but they just they don't shoot as well as Judicators, they don't fight as good as Liberators, and they definitely don't fight as good as Sequiturs. Okay. Uh, so I outdropped him, and I just dropped my shit on the objectives. Uh, I put a unit of 10 Evocators on one objective, and I put a unit of 10, 10 Sequiturs and Judicators on the other one, and I was like, all right, come get me. You don't have any combat punch. You're going to kill my characters with your snipey unit. 
but that's all you got. Yeah. And that was basically what happened. He he like he sort of slammed into a brick wall and didn't get anywhere, and then he left an opening uh, when he started taking models off, and I just blasted my my six evocators, the the cat evocator, straight through that gap and killed his his big firing block, and it was over. Wow. Yeah, I'm not. I. Don't, we had fun. He was a very friendly guy. We had like a great time. Yeah, but it was like. It but was it felt very one-sided, and I, I sort of felt bad. I was like, man, I'm just punting you right now. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to mention when you were talking about like your characters getting sniped off. Yeah. So uh, Chris had t- two warp lightning cannons. Yeah. And he never. He was like fucking deepkin, dude. <laughs> he just had to keep shooting my thralls, and then I would bring a bunch of them back. <laughs> And then That's awesome. That must I, have been exciting for you because the meta's not that shooty right now. Yeah, I just moved myself up and then I just jumped Volturnus over and he just fucking murdered a like warp <laughs> lightning time cannon. I was like, I'm gonna go get that other one and murder that one. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, my game two, I played against a guy named uh, James. Yeah. And he's from Salt Lake City area too, I believe. No, he's originally from Salt Lake, I think, and he lives in Phoenix, something okay. like that. Okay. Um, dude. He went with a list that was like, I'm I'm here to like. He wanted to contend. I'm to here win. to wreck. Yeah, he wrecked. He had sixty Grim Gas Reapers, Archon the Black, uh, a named Vampire Lord on a Zombie Dragon, the Vordry, and three units of dogs. Yeah, and an additional vampire and additional necromancer. Yeah. So like, those Grim Gas are the same points as Namorty, and they're they do their job better. They have like. They have fewer attacks or whatever, but like fucking the Marty only have one inch range and they have two. It makes them so fucking good. Yeah. And um, can you imagine how no how much yeah, better Namardi would be with a two inch reach? I don't think they need it. Right. I, I, I agree. I, I just want. I was just, yeah. just going to say with their with the way they with the way they scale against one one wound or four wound models. Yeah. On top of that'd extra attacks, insane. that'd be dumb. <laughs> so, uh, we deployed wrong. He was like, "Oh, we got to deploy across the short edge of the table." So yeah. we're like. Fighting, like, right to left instead yeah. of north to south. The way, the way yeah. Battle for the Pass works. It's yeah. Like, yeah. So we had set up, and the TO's like, no, it's wrong. You, gotta, you can change it, or you can just play it. And we had just finished, and I was like, let's just play it. Which was a real, kind of, like, in hindsight, it was a, a, a disadvantage to me a little bit. Because right. in order for me to use my fast, jumpy, crazy, like... Shenanigans. Do my, well, just because Morsar Guard is so fast. Yeah. And that's what he used them for, is to kill characters. Right. But he had a giant wall of Grim Gas Reavers that stretched literally across the fucking board. Yep. And there was, like, a ton of terrain, and then my... I didn't do very good on my boat placement in mm-hmm. that one, too. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, kind of just boned, dude. I was, like, I don't know what to do here. And, uh... And you didn't want to be a dick and say, like, nope, we're redeploying. Well, no, I didn't... I didn't realize that that was going to be such a hindrance to me until I was until playing the game, and the I was, game. like, oh, yeah, this sucks. Um, but... You can't, I, like, I don't know, my army doesn't have any tools that can delete that many models that have a 4-up save always. Yeah. Right? Because you so, rely on the, the high quality of your attacks. Yeah, because I pay a lot of points for the for rend, the I guess. Yep. And then if I don't have any rend, it sucks. Anyway, I don't want to cry about it. It was, a, it was a learning experience. Right. I would say that uh, James is a nice dude. He is straightforward. He uh, plays, like, a... Uh, he knows his army really well. Right. So, for me, it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to find out what the fuck Legions and the Gash do. Because yeah. I'm going so to eventually have to play. Yeah. yeah. So, when I was like, oh, yeah, I finally almost killed this one unit of Grimgas. There's like six left. And then in one hero phase, 
he brought them back up to like 27. Fuck. I don't know. That's so disheartening. Uh, yeah, because he had four like grave sites. characters and Four grave sites and four. So it was like 8D3, I think, Jesus. he came back. It was insane. I was like, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, he was like, because of this guy, it's D3 more. And then I was like, okay, it's over. And then he's like, and now because of this, it's D3 more. I was like, oh, fuck, that was a lot. And then it's like, because yeah, of this, it's D3 more. like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I just was like, dude, you're a bad person. Let <laughs> <laughs> me take that. He uh, was joking. I was like, I'm just, I was like, dude, I, I don't have any tools to play against this game. So, what do you want me to do? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try and have fun, but this <laughs> is really hard to have fun. Just take it while I was on the table. So, um, but like I said, dude, those, he, I'm not running an army that's lo- like looking to compete and win a tournament. I'm sure. running what I own and what yeah. I like. Yeah. And, I think my army is like a good, is decent enough. It's a good mid-tier list. Yeah, it's it's and competitive at a mid-tier and then at a top level. You probably need to figure out ways. Either start thinking about those matchups better, or play perfectly. Or exactly, that's what I think. You and I talked about that last night a little bit. Like you probably had to play perfectly to win that game, and without the experience in that matchup, that was a real tall order for you. Like I jumped on the objectives like right away, mm-hmm. which is like the only way. I was like, if I don't get on them. Like I was like I looked at it this way. I'm not gonna pry sixty Grim Gas Reapers off awesome of the objectives. Objective. There's no way. There's no way you could do it. Yeah. Not with my army. So I'm like, okay, fuck. What do I do now? And so I was like, I gotta get on them right away and maybe hoped that he can't pry me off of the objectives. Sure. And he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing I could do about it. Namardi just are not um once they go once they don't have cover bonus. They die really fast. Sure, five up, and that goes to a six up against Rend. It's just yeah. it's useless. And then also, like waiting for my hero phase is rough, right? Because mm-hmm. I can only bring uh, not my hero phase. Your battleshock phase. My battleshock phase. I can only bring them back in my battleshock phase. Is what it says in the book. Which Does it say? Is it say your battleshock phase? Yeah, I, I thought could, we I thought we had this conversation. We looked it up. No, yeah, it does say your battleshock phase. Okay. So. Um, I'll double check it right now because I have my iPad, which has my book, motherfucker. You're really ruining your our, our streak here, man. You have a reputation to uphold of never having your book. <laughs> nope, I got. I actually have two <laughs> copies now. I'm so proud of you. Soul Render. At the end of your battle shock phase, pick it. Yeah, your battle shock phase. You have a battle shock phase in in both player turns, or in yeah, in both player. Uh, yeah, in both players. No, turns. then why would it say at the end? It would say at the end. Because you have a battle shock phase, and your opponent has a battle. Uh, at the I end of right. your battle shock phase. Right. I think you're right. Yeah. It would, otherwise, it would just say at the end of the battle shock phase. That's probably true. Or it would if they wanted it to be only if you lost models, if you had to take a battle shock phase. Like if you had to take a battle shock test. It's like when you it would take say a battle when shock you take a battle shock test or after. Yeah, you that's probably it. true. All right. So you're right. You're right. So the lore light ability is good, just not as good as it could be. But like also it could the ability could be like on a two plus you win the game and your opponent has to put all his models in a blender, so <laughs> like, it's not that great, you know. <laughs> Would have enjoyed that against James. Alright. So game three, I got paired up against a great guy, Austin Morgan from the SoCal AOS scene. He's an amazing painter. I didn't know this. In the last year he started working full time as a commission painter for Frontline. 
Really? Yeah. So I got to play against a dope, beautiful. Does he got the benefit? He got, uh, probably not. No, he yeah. probably contract. <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna say <laughs> he got no 401k. No. He got no rental. Yeah. <laughs> he He's got a baby. I hope. I hope his wife. He does good. She's like two and a half years old now. Damn, That's dude. Not a baby. Flies. Your kid's a toddler. Yeah. Um, She's fucking painting minis on the side, sleep <laughs> labor and shit. <laughs> if someone orders the low tier, he just gives them to her with some oh. crayons. <laughs> I was just thinking about something, guys. Um, you should hear it now. Is that we're recording this and Cameron's actually sleeping in this room with us? And we're just like shouting at each other. But he's so drunk and he got in only like four hours ago, so yeah. he's still out. Yeah, I love Cameron. But I'm glad we're having him on the podcast again. He's just not gonna say anything. We should have mic'd him up. <laughs> so everyone can hear his heavy breathing. He's just breathing. Oh, yeah. uh, dude, yesterday I went into the bathroom and there was no one in there except one guy like and he must have been a huge fat dude in one of the the, the shitters it, he was heavy breathing oh my while taking a shit it was distracting I couldn't I, focus on my poo I hate I literally hate it when I have like one of those shits where like you have to take your shirt off and wrap it around your face. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had that happen to you, but I have. I'm lactose intolerant, and I eat a lot of fucking dairy. So, <laughs> all right. All right, so I played Austin. He was running um, a bit of an old-school Sylvaneth list. Uh, the old power list for Sylvaneth was Gnarl Root, which gives all of the characters an extra cast. And he had five characters, all heroes. So he was... Oh, four heroes, sorry. And he was casting like fucking crazy. Yeah. Everyone was casting two or three spells. He was running Alarial, uh, and this was playing t- the scenario two places of power. So you need to get a hero onto that or objective. Or Behemoth, yeah. Yeah, hero Behemoth. I have three heroes. One of them has seven wounds. One of them has six wounds. <laughs> one of them has five wounds. Yeah. <laughs> He's got Alarial with sixteen wounds who heals two d three per turn. Did you? But did you win? Yeah, I did. Wow! Yeah. yeah, so it was looking rough. He gave me first turn, and I deployed for him to take first turn. I was expecting to have to shift him off the objective, so I put myself in a position to do that. And then he saw that. I was like, all right, well, Jacob, you're taking first turn. I was like, oh, fuck. So I get I get one of the objectives um, squared away. I get evocators on it. I get my character on it. And the other one, I can't get my character there fast enough, and I can't get... Um, but I did put up a wall of sequiturs, and it was in his Sylvaneth Wildwood, so I stopped him from teleporting into it. Oh, and that unit of sequiturs took a unit of 30 dryads to the face, Alarial charged them, at the end of the game there were still 5 sequiturs. <laughs> Holy shit! Because I kept giving them to the re-roll their saves, and they had plus 1 to their save. There was one point where Austin rolled something like 57 attacks from his dryads, re-rolling to hit, re-rolling to wound, he ended up with like 30 wounds. <laughs> I saved 28 of them. Holy shit. Yeah, it was magical. So, <coughs> I, so Lariel goes and claims that objective. <coughs> I, send, I send my unit of six cats, my 600-point unit, against his 600-point his unit. The cats probably kill the fuck out of her. And they rinsed her in a single yeah. combat. Dude, those cats hit so hard. And because there's six of them, they can handle taking 10 to 15 wounds, and they still have a pretty good output. That's cool. Yeah, they're still a 300-point unit when they half them die, which sounds like dumb math, but they're still... Real powerful on the charge. Um, I'm learning that when I get them buffed up, they're gonna eat whatever I want them to, but the counter charge is where I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for it. So I have to be supporting them. Yeah. Um, I've got to think about. I, I I don't think this my list works as an alpha strike. I think my list is a counter punch because I need someone to overcommit and give me the charges I want. 
So I've been baiting people with Judicators. I put Judicators in my front line, let them take the easy, juicy charge, and then I just destroy them. Actually, yeah. that's not true. I've charged first every time, but I'm ready for the counter charge if it ever happens. <laughs> if it ever happens, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, not that good of a baiter, though, because no one takes the bait. I thought so you I were a charge. master baiter. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, not today. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, so I ended up winning that one. It was, <coughs> it was real close, and he had a chance to shift me off some stuff, and then I had a good shooting phase and killed the last thing he was, he was going to be able to get um, uh, get my hero off the objective with. That's awesome. But he did end up killing a fuck ton of evocators. He killed all my foot evocators and my, my general. Um, but I was just excited to kill Alarial. Awesome. Fuck her. Yeah, she's beautiful. That his, no, model, his models are great. His models are gorgeous. He also was like, <laughs> we both used the same exact tone of green for our like our our theme base across the army. So he's like, this table brought to you by Listerine, because <laughs> that's the exact color we're building. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. Uh, my my round three was against a dude, Doctor Bruce. Uh, is he a doctor? Yeah, he's a medical doctor. I was like, listen, I got something on my dick I need to show you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ah, I've seen worse, whatever it is. Um, maybe, was, maybe, I, maybe I should show him this purple handprint I have on my ass <laughs> cheek. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, so I, uh, Bruce is running uh, Caradon Overlords, mm-hmm. and he had the two big... He had the frigate, and the other one was a little smaller. What's that one called? The gun hauler? Yeah, something like that. And then he had... Two units of engine riggers that were uh, three ma- models each, yep. and then he had um, some stormcast allies. He had uh, three evocators on cats. Yep. And how much? How many points is that? Three hundred. And then he had three hunters. Uh, that's more than. That's more than four hundred points. I don't know if they're <laughs> hunters or not. But whatever. Oh, 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 castigators. They had like the little grenade bows. Yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's castigators. Cast- that's castigators. Castigators. Yeah. So, um, they can like deep strike on or some shit? Mm, not outside of Allegiance. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll check out his list. Maybe. I'm not remembering it correctly. Sorry, so. You might have been drinking. Uh, yeah. Oh, I played the game with no shirt on. So. Yeah, fuck you for that. You made me do it too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,. Hang on, I'm actually going to look at his list so yeah. I'm accurate. Bruce Beardsley. Dr. Beardsley. Dr. Beardsley. He had... Oh, Forest Riders? Oh, the, the yeah, Riders. that's the... Um, oh, that's that's the, um, the Shadespire Warband. Yeah. That's cool. That was pretty cool, yeah. I don't know if the, they have special rules <laughs> that coming on. So he had 10 Arcanaut Hunt Company, 10 Arcanaut Company, 10 Arcanaut Company... Two units of three engine riggers, three Udicators and Dracolines, and three Far Did you just call them Udicators? It sounded like you said Udicators. I said Evocators. Oh, Evocators. And then he had an Arcanet Frigate and mm-hmm. an Ironclad. So anyway... Oh, okay. Yeah, so he had the big one and he had the medium one. Yeah, so I got first turn mm-hmm. and I just ran... I wasn't paying attention during deployment, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like not get the one objective on my left because my heroes were <laughs> right inside of the board. <coughs> so I shot the turtle on the first objective, yep. and he put like ten wounds on it. Yeah. And then I kind of shimmied it over and just ran thirty to Marty past, and just they murdered everything over there. That sounds right. And then on the left, um, he. I think he killed my eels with his uh, Dracoline evocators, and then I, if I remember correctly, I killed those with Warner Marty. Yeah. 
Um, so I had like I can't remember much, but at the end of the game, I just had Volturnus on one side mm-hmm. de- holding an de- objective, and he used his command ability. I never used any command points, so I just gave him plus three attacks, <laughs> and, and I gave I gave eleven to Marty plus three attacks, and they killed the f- the far striders <laughs> with like fifty five <laughs> attacks. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I won that game. That's my first win of the weekend. So Hell yeah. Maybe I'll win another one and be uh, like kind of happy with my life. But, um, yeah, Bruce, was he was fun. We had a lot of laughs. We drank some bourbon. We were chalking it up, so it was yeah. cool. And you were pretty drunk at one point. You walked past me. Oh, yeah, I slapped your ass so hard my hand still hurts, so yeah. I'm sure your ass feels great. I mean, we got back to the hotel room <laughs> two, at least two or three hours after that. Yeah. And I went to take a shower, and there was a purple... Handprint on my ass. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You shouldn't wear those fucking leggings. I can't you control say, myself. You're saying I'm asking for it? <laughs> yeah, you're fucking asking so for it. So I just it. looked it up. The Farstrider rule is only if they get set up in the Celestial Realm, which is a Stormcast only thing. So he probably played that wrong, but it doesn't sound like it made a huge difference. Yeah, it's okay. I agree. It's no, I'm with you. Deal. I, just want, I was curious. Like, dude... The dude's like there just for like a casual Hell hobby yeah. weekend Hell kind yeah. of thing, like you know, like. No, I'm not. I'm not saying we're trying to imagine. drag Doctor Bruce. Thanks, thanks for fucking cheating, bro. What the fuck? No, it's <laughs> totally fine. It's totally fine. So take a musket. Just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your expectations going into day two? Um. Well, I'm feeling pretty decent. I'm gonna get some food in me. Yeah. And then I'm gonna go play some Warhammer. Hell yeah. And. Uh, go out tonight. We'll probably go do some fun stuff tonight. I'm feeling more rested than I was yesterday. For sure. And so uh, wake up at 4 a.m. Where's my hat? Yeah. <laughs> and then also, um, for today, I'm kind of, I want to, I wanted to look around in the vendor hall. I'm really disappointed when I, I took a little walk I didn't over go. there. I didn't even check it out. This, last year, they had way more um, vendors, and like Forge World has nothing. That's like their new thing. They, they bring nothing. Well, a lot of it is they just bring the what people order. People, you can order and say pick up at, at the con event. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I was like, I went to uh, PAX and Forge World had like nothing. It's I don't know. It's frustrating to me being a fantasy player or a and you, you want to make impulse buys, but you can't. Yeah. They won't even let you. Yeah, they won't let me make impulse buys. I can't. Yeah, can't just. They didn't even bring any copies of that corn dragon for you. I know. <laughs> Did you see the guy that was running one? Yeah, and. It, I, I don't know there's something so there's something I feel about that corn dragon and I, I try to be a good sport but if you bring that thing and you can't fit it in a spot on the table guess where it's not fucking going not, they were not like, going there they were like proxying where it was they were saying oh it's here with like the size of the base yeah they were like saying oh it, we're imagining it's here I, I was like no I'd be like no dude this game is immersive you can't imagine it's there yeah. I need real models if I'm gonna believe it. No, just for, I mean, it's, that's one thing. If you, I don't know, I just feel like that corn dragon is so powerful that if you're taking it, that has to be your handicap. That if you yeah. are gonna if not, you can't gonna, fit it. It doesn't go yeah. there. So, um, can you imagine having to play that thing on three places of, or on uh, two places of power? Or no, duality of death is what it was. Uh, I don't know, dude. Because it heals, and then that scenario heals your characters too. I don't know. I think, I think it's got a very big base, and I could fit a lot of Marty against it. Yeah, you don't even need to inch. No. Well, right, I guess you can't <laughs> see this because you're not here. If you're, I dissociated for, for a second. Like, yeah. yeah, Joe disassociated <laughs> and was drooling. <laughs> he, had, right. he had an out of body uh, experience. I, I'm gonna get some food. 
right. uh, we'll be back at you later on today or tomorrow or something and yeah. we'll talk more throughout the episode we'll probably have some more guests it's gonna be like a five we might have to do this in two parts we probably should yeah um, cool keep it ragey keep it cagey yeah um Big guns, big whip, huh? Rich nigga talking big shit, huh? Double cup, go rich. Double up on that blow, bitch. Two mil on that I-95. Buy your head, cause it's time to pay ties. Opposition want me dead or alive. Motherfucker, but the devil is alive. The devil is alive. Bitch, I'm the truth. The devil is alive. Bitch, I'm the proof. The devil is alive. The devil is alive. Bitch, I'm alive. The devil is alive. Two kings on the big screen. Niggas seen the 36 at 16. 100K for the 16. Niggas stick dirty by the dick clean. My money going on the deep end. Dog, I have a million for the weekend. Contract like a nigga play defense. Curry's in the Maybach, bitch, peeking. Now the bitches want a car hop. Six grills for the cars in the car lot. Dope boys on the gold, nigga. Win gold six times for a gold, nigga. Black bottle when the bad bitch. Club all money when the cash is. Dubai, I can do it like a sheep. Top flow, nigga, Virgin Khalid. And we are back. We're still fucking here. <coughs> God damn it. You really, uh, are we doing this? We're going to do right. this. Let's do it. All right, so we plan on recording uh, uh, post the end of championships and post our team tournament, but we were both too... Tired? Drunk? Shift, drunk and tired? Shithoused, yeah, yeah, yeah. To do so. So it's Monday morning. We're both we're going to the airport in about an hour. We wanted to get a little recap session in. Yeah. So Joe, talk to us. Day one, you went one and two, and going into day two, you were just hoping to get another win in there, maybe. Yeah, I played. Oh shit, I'm forgetting the guy's name. I could look on Best Coast pairings. I feel like a dick, as I was really excited. So you talk about yours first, and then. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> well, my uh, my game one or my first game on this on the second day of championships. Oh, fuck, who did I play? Just kidding. His name was Tony P, and he was running Beastmen. Uh, I've played him once before at Renegade. He's from Fargo, so he's basically Canadian. Uh, <laughs> and I like his accent. Yeah, he's a really nice guy, real sweet. He was running 140 infantry and uh, one-drop army in a scenario where you can burn objectives turn one. And so the way the game went was... He deployed his whole army and was going to go first. I deployed my army. He redeployed his whole army on my front line and charged. And even though he didn't really kill that much, he outnumbered me on every objective. And we went to the bar at 10.45 when the round started at 10. Nice. That's awesome. So it was just mainly deployment? Yeah, and then running forward. That's cool. It was awful. I, I really liked him, and I hold nothing against him, because he played exactly how he was just supposed that to. scenario and that list combined for you was a really rough... It's like, that's already a rock matchup to my scissors, mm-hmm. but when, in that scenario, it's like five rocks against my yeah. scissors. Uh, and so maybe down the line, what I need to do better in that scenario, because it's a uh, better part of Valor, I need to not try to hold all three objectives. Just need to hold two even better, and just really <clears throat> turtle up. And maybe I can do a better job fighting off that first wave. But then the, the problem still stands. He can't burn all of them, maybe. 
but he burns two and holds the other two. He wins the game. If he burns two and holds the other two, as long as you hold two. But that's the thing. It forces me to come out of my space, and he can summon stuff off the board edge, so if I leave, he's yeah, just... he's just a bad matchup, dude. It's an awful matchup. It's almost an unwinnable matchup. But I, I, <clears throat> I would like to try it again sometime to see if I can... Now that I yeah. did this and like learned from it, maybe I can play a little bit better. That's cool. Or not have such an asshole opponent. No, I'm kidding. He was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my round uh, one on Saturday was um, David Rojo. Okay. Yeah, he was a really cool dude. He's from the Phoenix area. Uh, he was super hungover. I was super hungover. So I was like, all right. So we, we bust out a Seraphon. And uh, we basically... I basically... When playing better part of Valor, yeah. I just leave like all my Namarty holding all of the objectives in mm-hmm. the back. I mm-hmm. zoned out him being able to summon behind me. Yep. And Operation Grilled with the Turtle. Yep. Will turn us in the Morsar card. Mm-hmm. So... Morsar Guard ate shit to Rippers, but Volturnus killed all the Skinks on one side and took an objective, and I burned it right away. Yep. And then on the left side, I didn't know that... I've never played against Seraphon. Sure. So I didn't know that Skinks could just drop out of combat. Run away, yeah. So that turtle didn't do shit. Right. So if I would have took both those objectives and burned them right away... Yeah. And then pulled all my shit back... Right. I would have... I think I would have probably won... Okay. But because he could get that them out of combat, he had the turtle had to stay in the left side and do some shit in the flank. Mm-hmm. And then he had so many fucking re rolls. He had like three stags. He summoned a Bastildon. I don't know. It was wild. I was like, damn, dude. He's like, oh, I get to pick up all these dice and roll them again. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so um, you never do that with a unit. Where it's like, I'm just gonna pick up this unit and put it over there. Yeah, that's I, pretty cool too. Oh uh, yeah, the. I don't really feel like I have that many options like that with my deepkin list. So. Yeah, so I was just like, tricky? I was like, oh my god, this is almost like we're playing different games. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you said he summoned a bunch too. Like at one point he put down a couple tanks from 40k. Yeah, that really, that really caught <laughs> you off guard. I just tell everyone after. Did you have a fucking land raider? I don't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it was. You put down four yeah, Gundams. It's not even t- the same side by realm. Totally, like a. I think a li- like if we played it again, I could play it better. Yeah. I just think it's just my inexperience with yeah. playing against Seraphon. Sure. And, like also us both being super hungover, and then like I think mid game I decided that I had to cure my hangover by getting drunk again. That's the way you do it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I did. So what was your round five like? My round oh, five. One more time. Oh, like, yeah. Dave, total nice guy. Yeah, really absolutely. Good dude. I would play him again in heartbeats. So. Hell yeah. He said he's from oh, Phoenix. He, yeah, and he, I think he's from Phoenix. Um, he also said was the only person that realized that our sucky Stormcast is a play on the su- sucky Panther. So did you give him your best game vote? There isn't one at this. So event. you didn't give it to him? I mean, I would say my best game in champs was. Oh, I had a lot. I played no shirts with Bruce. Dude. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Like Dave, you're a really nice guy, bro. But me and Bruce. But I had my shirt on. We so. shirt, shirts, no skin, shirts and skins, dude. Sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> Bruce would have to get my best game vote. Uh, all right. <clears throat> so my game five, I played. Oh, I can do this. Uh, I can. Do this. Oh, I played Rob, and he was running. Um, oh, that Legion. Yeah, yeah. Legion the gash. He had Nagash and sixty Grim Gas Reavers. So you and, lost, huh? Well, about that. <laughs> No. Wow. I nice. managed to kill all the Grim Gas Reapers in one unit. I managed to take the other unit down to one Grim Gas Reaper, which got resummoned back up to 11. And then that 30 block got resummoned on the other side of the board. Um, I didn't do shit to Nagash. He hand of dusted me. Uh, but he was, he was a really smart player. So when I strung out my sequiturs in a straight line in the front, 
he just picked the middle one. He's like, all right, I'm going to take that guy and Hand of Dust, and he's dead. And because you're now out of unit cohesion and you're not in combat, so you can't pile in to get closer to each other, you have to pick up one half of that unit because they're out of cohesion. And I was like, damn, that is exactly how you play that. That yeah. was clever. I was glad yeah. he didn't do that to my my evocators on the cats because I had them in a line behind those sequiturs. And there's six of them. And right? there's six of them, and they're worth like three times as much of that unit. Uh, no, I did manage actually to scrape out the win. Uh, there was a lucky, basically, so we were playing shifting objectives, yeah. and the objective fell on turn two, where I had a, a much better setup and I could yeah. control it. Um, and I did enough damage to those Grimgas to actually take an objective that probably, if I didn't get that one, it probably would have been a draw. Yeah. Um, but I ended up getting the the big one and one of the middle ones. When, so, cause, so he took first turn, he got all five. Yeah. I came back and took the, the high point one, and I didn't get the two middles. Next turn, I got the high point one and the middle one, and he only got one. So I came back, and I was up one. Oh, cool. Uh, and then turn three, I still had the high value, and I still had the middle. Oh, I didn't have the middle second turn, but I got the, the middle objective second turn. I'm sorry, third turn. And managed to just be up by like one or two points. Yeah. If we had played another round, I think he wins it. Cool. Uh, but he had 60 Grimgas Reapers, and he had no movement trays, and we're both playing a like thoughtful, intense game. People kept coming over like, Jacob, whoa, I'm super good. I was like, uh, like cool, but like, I think I can do this. <laughs> it was like a tough match. <laughs> like, I need you to get out of my face, Cameron. <laughs> and I think, I think Rob, like, I think he felt a little bad because I think he knew that like the game was taking a long time, and I, I, I know he wanted to win. Like he was, he was definitely a competitive guy, and he had the list to do it. It just, it broke poorly for him on time. Uh, and I had some, I had a, a triumph, I think, that helped me with some rerolls that that did oh, some sick. big work. Uh, so I ended up clutching that one out, and I didn't get my secondary because my relictor decided he didn't want to teleport to the back table edge oh, on the last turn. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, but that's all right. Um, but it was a really fun game, and probably one of the more, probably one of the better games I played tactically over the course of the weekend. That's so awesome. it was a real good time. It was a little less of the like get drunk and push it forward. Yeah. I had to like really think about orders and. <laughs> like that, but that was a it was a really good time, and I would definitely. Win. He's from the Boston area. Uh, I think okay. he said he might make it out to Triumph. He's actually gonna try to drive out to Nashcon with some of his group too, since that one's later. Awesome. But I think because that one's so close to Nova now, uh, with the way they they changed the scheduling on Nashcon, he might not be able to make it. But we'll see. That's cool. Yeah, and then we saw him the next day at breakfast, and it was not awkward at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, so my round five I played. Uh, his name is Charles, but they call him Ben. Yeah. Um. He was dressed as a commissar, and he was lit. Yeah. And so was I. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, do you want to play with me? Let's go get drunk. Like, we're not going to win. <laughs> like, we were like, all right, fuck, let's play. Wait, so play. you guys colluded? We did not. Uh, no. Oh, no, okay. we said oh. fuck it. Oh. We played. Oh, there you go. Like we real man. <laughs> we put all our shit on the board, and uh, I got, like, first turn. Yeah. And I just Operation Grub. Mm-hmm. He was running Night Hunt, right? Yeah, he was running Night Hunt. And then he charged me with a bunch of shit. And then everything he charged me with, I fucking wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. I was like, he did he did kill some shit, but um, yeah, I just remember like, it's very like spotty in my memory. Yeah, but yeah. I remember him being like, dude, you got it, man. Fifteen, oh, I was like, 
Sick! <laughs> and then we were so drunk, we entered each other's scores wrong. So I entered my score for him, so we had to come back the next day all hungover and be like, Scott, we fucked up. Like, <laughs> so on the overall, I, I finished yeah. 97th out of 129. So okay. not like... But that doesn't include paint. That's just on battle. I know. So that... All right, so can we go over our, my, our, yeah, yeah. my gripes yeah. with any tournament that does not include this? these things I yep. think sports is important yep and I think paint is important yep because you need to support the hobby and I don't want to talk shit but there were some armies out there that looked like shit dude yeah that were just like yeah I fucking did this in a half hour on Tuesday and we're not War Machine dude that's why I would never play that game because I walked to the tournament their tournament and it's just great plastic yeah. and shit half painted and have some models painted some models are fucking it's like, dude, what are you doing? You just—it's just Magic the Gathering to me. Yeah. Know? So, <clears throat> fuck, my voice is gone. I uh, so I played against two unbelievably beautiful armies, and I played against three armies that were that were like fine, right? And these, but the thing about those armies is those people I talked to about their armies, they they did put in the time and effort. They put in. They were proud of the work that they did, and they like they wanted to show me parts of their army, which I think is awesome. Like I think everyone should be invested in their hobby, and I don't care if you're good or not. I want to see that you put in effort, yeah. right? So like, uh, you see, you talk to people who, who either didn't have enough time to get the whole thing done, or aren't very experienced at painting, or don't have the time in their life to to develop that skill set at this point, right? Luckily, you and I were lucky that we had time to develop that skill set when we had a bunch of free time. So now when we don't have a ton of free time, at least the time we do put in has that, like, time. exactly. Yeah. So I see some people who are working really hard, and their army, like, looks fine. You can tell that they're new at it, and I don't want to shit on those people, right? Because yeah, I see, I see those. Opponents have, like, a really bad army. What I'm trying no, to say is... No, of course, is, of course. I'm trying to say is that putting in the effort to the hobby mm-hmm. should be rewarded in a tournament environment. Yeah, totally. Because um, if you disagree, you can come find me, and I fucking punch you in the no uh, uh, <laughs> that's a yellow card <laughs> so no it's more about um if you if we don't like if people like some guy is gonna walk through that tournament and maybe he's in the con mm-hmm. for another reason right and if he walks by and he just sees like a bunch of stuff that doesn't look cool yeah I mean we're walking through a lobby of a fucking casino I mean people are at, how many probably like 100 people what is that we had to tell them oh yeah it's Warhammer shit yeah. You know? yeah I mean that's how you get new players but if you're walking around with stuff that looks stupid yeah doesn't look people good people aren't going to be you know interested in joining the hobby and definitely growth is very important to the hobby definitely and I think that it should be incentivized and rewarded for having a well painted army because and also in my mind, in my mind and like definitely all, you should be rewarded for maybe buying all your opponent's t-shirts that you had custom made and giving out a ton of stickers you had custom made. You know what I mean? Because maybe you should get rewarded for buying the T.O. a bunch of whiskey at... Exactly. You know, Thank yeah. you. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> so sports is important too. I agree. I but, definitely agree. Because it should, it should be reflected in... When you say best overall, that to me should mean the best of the aggregate of the three main categories which would be paint yeah. sports and play yeah and I, I'm, I'm fine with you weighting battle way more heavily that's okay that's that's the standard yeah. and that's how you that's how most highly competitive tournaments are gonna be but also you should have those things in there it should be a differentiator because so, I went three and two I know plenty of other people went three and two and their armies don't look very good and mine I think looks really good and I want 
to be able to pat myself on the back yeah, and say, like, my score So if, you're, if there's 10 the guys timed, tied for, like, 54th place. Right. Right? 44th, but sure. 44th place or whatever. Yeah. And you end up... So, like, everyone's got the same score. And yeah. And you end up being 62, but you had the nicest-looking right. army. That, like, what's the tiebreaker? And it's strength of schedule, right? And I'm I'm kind of okay with strength of schedule. I'm kind of not. Because why are you but judging I'm, my abilities on how well or poorly the people that you match me with played? And Kevin got too drunk and dropped out day two, so suddenly I'm fucked. Like, that's uh, my problem with strength of schedule, is if I play someone day one, and they get too drunk and drop, or their cousin dies and they drop, or, like, who the fuck no, knows? Yeah, something right? If they don't play day two and they suddenly get two zeros, my like my tournament is affected by that. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. But I don't actually even think that paint score should be a tiebreaker. I think it should be involved in your scoring. It should in be... Your, just for overall, dude. And I'm exactly. still very pro best general. I completely I think, agree. I think yeah. you should have one best overall, the guy who had the highest battle, best sports, and best paint combined and, to beat everything. And I do like the, um, the best in... <clears throat> best in faction or like the here's best order here's best chaos here's best death I like those two in the the best overall yeah. like if they're comprised from best overall so sports paint battle but um, all that to say like I think you and I probably had two of the top ten best painted armies in this I would say the armies that were ahead of mine and yours were incredible were like at a level that we couldn't even get to right we're no, talking about Tony. Gaming. We're no, talking no. about Austin Morgan. We're talking. Yeah. Uh, I don't know the <clears> dude's <throat> name with that really fucking sweet Nagash display board. I didn't see the, it. It had like the like a cave with a light coming out of it. And shit. Oh, it was fucking awesome. That sounds really cool. But no one ever came to judge my paint, and I asked him two or three <clears> times. <throat> yeah. So that was a little annoying. Yeah. And I, I don't think it's Ro, uh, Rob, right? Rob or Scott. Uh, Rob and Scott. Yeah. Yeah, Rob and Scott. There's just there's two of them. There's 129 players. Yeah. But. You know, there was a lot of shit that wasn't clear, clearly announced. Like, and this is how I feel about con tournaments, bro. There's mm-hmm. no way for them to get up on a podium and say, Age of Sigmar players, this is how we're going to do it. Because no one's read the pack. You know no one's read the pack. Don't expect us to do that. <laughs> and then what do you pack, think we are, adults? Then the pack isn't really even completely clear about some stuff. So yeah. <clears throat> it's not, it's, it needs to be fucking relayed. And, yeah. uh, like, no offense to Garrett, I think Best Coast Pairings, the app. Yeah. If, like first off, it works really nice on an Android. I think yeah. that's where all my prob- my beef with it comes from because yeah. I'm using it on my iPhone. I'm like, this shit sucks. <laughs> and the guy next to me is like, look how easy it is. I'm like, what the fuck? So <laughs> you're also uh, kind of shitty at technology. Yeah. But no, I, I also shattered my phone screen this weekend, <laughs> so I couldn't even really use it. So, but I was trying to use the app the, the same way, and a lot of it, like, there's some things that are really great about it, but there's a lot of counterintuitive pieces that make it hard to to like, use easily. And so, drunk. So scores scores got fucked up a lot because for whatever reason, there's like a left side and the right side on pairing. If you're on the left side, you're the top when you enter score. If you're on the right yeah. side, you're the bottom. And that's counterintuitive for you when you're using your own personal device. Right. Because you're like, oh, the first one's me. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, whatever you get, like, so what happened to me was my first three... Yeah, my first three were all... I was on the left side. Yeah. And my last two were I was on the right. So you had to, so like, my, rethink... So my fourth round opponent, David, he entered scores for us. So I had yeah. to be... Cool. But when me, and Char- when me and Ben did it... Yeah. 
I fucked it up. I also I get that it's a lot less work for the TO than us carrying up those slips that say what happened and like having the result and having them enter it into into their thing. But I just know that it also doesn't update very often. And like you'll put in your score and then 20 minutes later you'll go check your score and it didn't it's not didn't in go there. in. You have to go in there and tell them, hey, where's my score? Right, and you can't go back and re-update it because it is yeah. <laughs> you need the other person's pin and stuff like exactly. that, which makes sense. <clears throat> so it's definitely just it's a it's a work in progress, I think. Yeah. Uh, all right, so. That was end of day two. That was end of, end of day two champs. So, obviously, being 97th and... 44th, I think. 44th. We made the top eight, and we won it. <laughs> we won it all. We're the best. Took it no. home for the Rage Bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We won the Age of Sigmar drinking competition, where everyone wins if you don't die. <laughs> oh, that was really funny that night that... Uh, well, I guess it was Friday night, that uh, two, two of our listeners, was it Will and Ryan... We're, oh, we're we, tweeting at us, and, and they're we're like, like, "Secret." It was like Watergate, bro. It was tight. <laughs> we're like, "Who are these people?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will and Ryan, yeah. And then it was kind of weird. We had like the celebrity moments, and now when anyone meets us, we're gonna be total dicks. Yeah. They came like, "Are you ready to Sigmar?" And I was like, "It's happening! It's happening!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. And I just keep shouting, "No pictures!" <laughs> yeah. No pictures! No flash photography! So um. No, that was really cool to meet them. Uh, they sort of reached out to us and, and tried to find us so that was really yeah. cool it sucks that like, they were like let's buy you guys drinks we're gonna go drink with these guys and then like by the time they finally found us we, we were, were both so, so burnt out and like <laughs> I was like dude I would love to but I'm like 80% sure I shit my pants <laughs> I have to go take a shower <laughs> like, I'm dying right now and then we're gonna go get dinner and cry um, on the so, toilet so uh, let's get on this Sunday hell yeah so Sunday we played in the team tournament oh do you want to touch on what happened at Okay, so real briefly. Can I? Can I? Yeah. So Mike Hen, Hen, Hengel, Hengel, Hengley, Hengley, Warhammer Dad, who was yeah. on the podcast earlier in the episode, yep. was playing on top tables with Michael Baginos, who is an ETC player. Yep. Is a fucking excellent dude. Yep. Really enjoyed hanging out with him. They played like they would play Warhammer Fantasy Eighth Edition, and decided that if they both took a draw, mm-hmm. they would get on the top into the bracket. Yep. No harm, no foul right. to each other. Right. And that's best case scenario. Yep. They and entered their score. Yep. And they left the game. And went to get beers. And went to get beers. The ETC team members apparently mm-hmm. hit up Michael and said, "You, Vaginos, like said, dude, you have to play that game. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. That's a fop, like a that's bad. Uh, it's uh, collusion. It's, it's collusion. It'll get yeah. you kicked out. Yeah. Play, so they, play your game. Play your game. So they went back. Mm-hmm. Played their game. Yep. And then when they were returned, this is now. Let me. I don't know if the, what we're telling you guys is 100% accurate. Right. What we're telling you is, is, is what, the best what, thing, the best that we understand the events yeah, so from it what Hendel told be, us. It and, could be a little different. <clears throat> and some we, hearsay. We've heard, yeah, we had a lot of hearsay. Um, the ETC guys were kind of like, hey, we don't really want to talk about it. Maybe we will talk about it when things are ironed out more with one of them. Yeah. But the truth is, they did that. They went back to the table. Went back to the table. They played. played the game and ended up with a draw, which sounds shady. Of course, because yeah. when I was walk, I walked by and they were like, "We got to draw." I was like, "They're not gonna fucking believe you." As I said, right. they're not gonna believe you. Yep. And they, so, but they played a hard game. They, they played, were both yeah, they really trying really, to really beat the shit it. out of each other. Yeah. So, whatever. <clears throat> I know Mike Hengel. Well, hold on. So they they drew. They turned in their scores. Yeah. And so the TOs. Somebody, well, somebody complained. Yeah. To the 40k to Reese. Or Probably somebody who was just on the cusp of making top top eight complained yeah. right because that was their spot that they felt like someone took so by either, taking this draw so but 
I don't. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Forgot <clears throat> who it was. We don't know. Who they it went was. to a 40k. Or 40k judges got involved, and ITC rules came down, and they pretty much just said boot them both. And yeah, Scott they're both said, gonna get. They both need to be DQ'd. And Scott said no. I'm gonna give them zeros. Give them both zeros. Which knocked both of them out of top eight. Yeah. Which is I understand, and I don't like. Okay, I don't think if if that ITC pack is something that's easily accessible. We mm-hmm. read it last night afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It does say collusion. It says it's a foul. It doesn't say that it's a disqualifier. Yeah. It says it's a fucking foul. Right. So I think they went extreme. I yeah. think the 40k judges don't. This is personal opinions. Don't take it as verbatim. But I honestly think that the 40k scene thinks less of us. Right. Than they think of themselves. They think they're the shit. Right. Because there's like they a have certain level a of arrogance. Players. They got a Listen, cash I prize. No. I, no. But even. All right. So I'm probably gonna offend somebody right now. But every time I've ever played 40k in a community with people that I did not personally know, yeah. they were fucking cocky assholes. Yeah. They did not want to help new players learn. Right. They, all they give a shout a shit. All I cared about, everyone was winning at all costs. It was like right. playing in a room full of winning. And this is not like a Friday night meetup Ugh. in like a game store. Yeah. So I was like, who the fuck are these guys? Right. And so I, I think that level of like, we're the biggest miniature game. We're the most competitive. Right. We got 400 <clears throat> people at our tournament. So this guy was probably, it didn't give a shit. If I right. didn't want to get bothered. And right. was like, whatever, fuck that. I don't care. Disqualify them both. Right. And honestly, dude, I think what Reese and those guys did to make ITC for 40k right. was a, a huge endeavor right. and it's a thing that they established <clears throat> and I think it is wonderful I just don't think it belongs in Age of Sigmar yeah. because it's making that game into 40k yeah and I'm, so so many players leave 40k for AOS both for gameplay and because the community is what it is like we have a hobby centric we have a sport centric scene we have a group that wants to play narrative games even like when you're in a tournament People have conversations like, why are we having this fight? What are we fighting over? Because we're on the bottom tables. We're not going to win this shit. I think it's because I want to like find a warp stone how many, token. How many drops? Two. We had two drops at 129 players. Yeah. Let's Maybe we can f- figure find out. Find out how many there were for 40K. People dropped out of 40K. Yeah. Because I remember the first time I came to LVO, I watched streams of players leave the gaming hall mm-hmm. carrying their armies early. Yeah. Oh, I lost the game. I can't win it. Bye. And that's not the type of game we want to no. play. Yeah, travel no. all this way, dude. You're gonna we're here to play. Warhammer. We want we want our scenes to stay different, yeah. right? Because the more we become like 40k, the less interested people like you and I are gonna be. But anyway, we're actually gonna interview Reese on a later episode to talk about this whole thing and to get a little bit more understanding of, of how oh, their decision making. Yeah. Reese Reese is a really nice dude. Every time I ever talked to him, he's been really cool. Yeah. And uh, I, he's done a lot with Frontline, mm-hmm. and he's done a lot with LVO. And it's a very big show that he puts on. Agreed. So I understand that when you're the top of a big machine, yep. like he's not going to micromanage like one game sure. in one tournament sure. where he's got 15 to 20 tournaments and a vendor hall and all that shit full of stuff. Yes. I totally understand. But I just think that when we are playing under the ITC umbrella, it's not beneficial to us. Yeah. As as ASMR and. I don't like. Uh, I don't think rankings are good for for Age of Sigmar either. I agree. I I'm with you. Just don't. And then I also don't think that stating someone's win loss record is an application of like who's the best player for specific. Things. Right. I agree. Because you know what I mean like. Yeah, but we'll we'll get more onto. That would be that would be another episode. Yeah, for sure. So that was that was Saturday night, and that put a pretty bad taste in all our mouths. And you and I. 
on Sunday morning, Loki's just like, are we even going to play this this thing? Yeah. Like, oh. maybe fuck these guys. Maybe we don't go play. Well, maybe we hang out with our friends. Let's explain something. Like, yeah. we are so close with Hendrel. Yeah. We have been... I've known Hendrel since pretty much I moved to California. Yep. Sort of playing Warhammer competitive. He's probably one of our closest and longest standing what? friends for Warhammer. Yeah. Like, we, have, we the three of us he, have a group we, chat. Like, yeah. we talk like about we, lists. We talk about how life he, is going. We used to do a big uh, board game weekend at his vacation home called mm-hmm. In Twain Heart. Yep. It was like we traveled to every tournament together. Like right. Hendel is our Warhammer dad. When I when I and left it, yeah. when I left for Nashville, two weeks before that, he and I just went up to the cabin, just he and I, and we played board games and hung out and went sledding uh, in the snow. Yeah, it's awesome. It was great. Yeah. Uh, like he's he's just he's a stand up dude. He's a drunk, but he's a wonderful human being. <laughs> yeah. Him and, him and he's and unbelievably good at, <laughs> at games. Yeah, and but so he's also it, a it, really it, honest dude too. Yeah. So I don't believe that Hendel would ever try and like break a system. Right. If, if I think if he knew, if he knew that, if that, he that knew was, was going to be a disqualifier, pop, he would never have done it. Right, and then that's why they went back to play the game. Yeah. That's why they went back to the table to try to to bang yeah. it out, and then play some more hammer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we were we were really close to not playing in the team tournament. We were but we were close to saying fuck it, let's go play top golf and bowl and lose another three hundred bucks at the tables. Yeah. And we decided that was, we, that would let that bad taste be the last thing we think about this tournament. Yeah. So we decided to nut up and play in the team tournament. Which and was, god damn am I glad we did. That was I we had so much fun. It that was, was a fun fucking weekend, dude. I really and hope our opponents awesome. didn't just hate the fact that we bickered like a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best was like our first round opponent I don't, for people who don't know this uh, we made shirts to give to our team opponents. Even, <laughs> just because we're like, "Hey, fuck it, you want shirts." So um we uh we walk up to the table and we've They're only got small we got guys. we got only got larges and extra larges. So we're like, what size shirt you guys wear? Like small, medium, like fuck. <laughs> uh, Hope you like large. Hope you guys can work these larges out. So, so we played against Garrett, who actually makes the Best Coast pairing up, yeah. uh, the PCP app, and uh, his buddy James, who's British, uh, lives in Baltimore. Real nice guy. And yeah. so Garrett was running some death. And James was running... Clan Skyer. Clan Skyer, right. He had two threes of the Storm Vermin and, like, all of the... F- all all the casting. Yeah. there was Their magic phase was, like, fucking 30 minutes long. I was, swear Garrett probably <laughs> cast 17 times because he kept saying, and now I'm going to slow down the cogs, and now I'm going to cast with this guy, yeah, and, and now I'm going to slow down the cogs, yeah. and now I'm going to cast with this guy. Yeah. So they had double cogs, double bailwind, so they had plus four casts if they wanted it. Yeah. Uh, and basically what happened was you ran all your shit forward and took off all of Garrett's toys, and I scared James away from the objectives with my sequiturs <laughs> and my, <laughs> my evocators, yeah. and uh, you tabled our opponent, and we won. Yeah, I'm just going to say, dude, everyone's like, yeah, Manfred, Mortark, blah, 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 he's so good. He got a fucking the Marty boot party, and he <laughs> ate shit so hard. <laughs> he was like the wobbliest H yeah. you've ever seen. <laughs> dude. That motherfucker, I think, what did I do? I did, like, 32 wounds to him. I mean, Garrett didn't even roll the death saves. It was, like, you got through, I think, 32 wounds, and he rolled, what, like, 14 six-ups to see if he could survive, and was like, all right, he's, like, he's gone. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So that was great. They were a lot of fun. Yeah, um, we had a good time, and then... Uh, what was actually the most fun about that game to me was... was, was, so, like, was so Garrett <laughs> would 
they, they didn't like <laughs> always communicate on their battle plan. So Garrett would do like, something. I'm doing this. And be like, all right, we get an activation now. Just <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? Your skeletons? Your five skeletons on a swing right now? <laughs> so seeing James get exasperated with Garrett was hilarious. Uh, was there was also good. one point where like uh, James had cast Arcane Bolt. Uh, earlier in the phase and so Garrett's casting his a million spells which I'm sure is definitely in the rules no and he uh, he was alright I'm gonna arcane bolt right there and I was like no he already did it James I was like oh fuck like, come on we gotta be like, in sync on this it's like no you're good you can cast it I'm just yanking your chain <laughs> but it was it was really fun because, uh, like, we, you and I also bickered in the game, but it was more like me making fun of you for not knowing your rules and you telling me you're going to punch me in the balls. For them, it was like, tactically, you fucked yeah. me up. Well, Stop fucking up. It's because it's the first time I've ever used a Soul Scryer in this tournament. I never even, like, used it in a practice game or anything because I have no time ever. So, um, uh, from there, yep, we went on to play Kurt and, and Josh. Josh. Um, fun story. Josh is a cop. Uh, yeah. Don't ask him for blow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, uh, are you are either you two cops? He's like, actually, I am. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> All right, see you later. Legally, he told us that, so now it's not entrapment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that so, was a really fun game. It was fun, but like we, they put he had like eighty dwarves on the table. Yep, and, there was and the like other guy 60 had witch sixty witch elves. So I was, it was like, oh, cool, good game. Yeah, uh, and this, so this scenario was a homebrew where on the uh, first turn you score three points per objective, on the second and third turns you score two points per objective, and on the fourth and fifth rounds you score one point per objective. So by the time you finish round three, you're going to get beer. Yeah. And packing up your models because you can't even make that comeback. And then also, um, the deployment was whoever bid the most units to leave off the table got to go first. Got to go first. But they had they, significantly more yeah, they units had like than we did. Twelve drops. So they, oh, they had you 15, go up to half, right? fifteen or sixteen drops. Yeah. And yeah. we had ten. So they, they knew all they got to do was go seven. Yeah. And they won. Yep. So they won deployment. They got yeah. on the objectives, and it was you know, we just so they were up the big. Round one. Now there was a great moment in in our so they went first in our hero phase. I tried to cast a comet. It didn't work, and I was like, all right, well that's cool. In my movement phase with my my hero on Griff Charger, I rolled for the winds to see how far I could move, and I rolled hot as hell. Like I rolled like a thirty three or something on seven dice. And that got her to the table edge, and I took her off the table turn one so we could score our secondary objective. And they looked at me like I had three heads. I'm like, wait, are you trolling this right now? I was like, no, I know I'm going to get those points, and we're not getting anything off of you guys. So round one, I took off my general, my only caster, and that made the comet largely irrelevant because I couldn't cast it again. It was still work, dude, because then I, we just fucking operation grilled everything else. We did a good job killing a lot of stuff. Yeah, we just couldn't get the objective. There was objectives no way we were going right. to get to the objectives. And with them depreciating in value, it makes it like not even worth it. So we, we, like, we put a hurt on them turn one. We put a hurt on them turn two. The, but the they objectives had, were going in opposite directions. Yeah. They were going up instead of down. I think we might have been able to pull the game I think eventually. so. Because we were, we were grinding them down faster than they were hurting us. Yeah. For sure. But at the same time, since they're depreciating in value, they had such a head start. It yeah. It was just like... And then it was yeah. like you got a point for every twenty wounds models you killed. We did that twice, didn't we? Yeah. So yeah, we we were like really, really taking good. their stuff yeah. off the table, but we were not gonna be able to get enough to to yeah. to take the game back, which is fine. We had a good time, 
Uh, we it was that. a it was so a the, poorly written they scored scenario. a lot of fifteen or yeah they only got one of their objectives yeah and we got a six because yeah. we got both of our secondaries right, because I took my general off turn you took your general off and I did what ancient <laughs> heirlooms or something or yeah you kept your your hero with the character alive. alive or your hero with the item alive yeah <clears throat> all right so that was, so that was round two round three we played Nick and Dustin who I think Dustin. has to be yeah Dustin Zimmerman I think was his name okay. he's got to be. Like, remember I talked about the really unbelievably handsome and fit guy I played at Facehammer? Yeah. I think Dustin might have just taken Forrest's title as the handsomest guy in Warhammer. <laughs> Sorry, Dave Minotaur. You're maybe top five. <laughs> but uh, I think that these guys... These guys were both from, from uh, SoCal, from San Diego. And they both were clearly into fitness. Now, Joe and I are into fitness in terms of, like, fitness whole pizza in my mouth. But yeah. <laughs> Nick, this guy was like doing actual stretches during the game. <laughs> he started doing lunges at one point. I was like, man, you are so committed. And here I am with two beers calling myself a walrus. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that so that was, was the most convoluted, ridiculous oh deployment God. scenario ever. So we had... The board was divided into six two-by-two two sections. Yep. We had to declare three... We had to divide our army into thirds. Yep. And then drop a whole third in whatever section as we we like rolled off. And they you, got first drop, so they got to choose one of the six sections to drop. And then we pick one of the sections, and yeah. we have to be outside of nine of enemy models. Outside of three, that'd be territory. Yep. And so. they pick one, we pick one. Right. So you've divided up into these contingents strategically, thinking how do we like yeah. conserve and power. And uh, so we deployed all our shit. I'm just gonna. Yeah. I don't want to go too quit fast because we're getting close to when we have to leave for the airport. Hit it and quit it. All right. So they deployed all their stuff. Uh, like they took uh, the two, they took top middle from us, top left from they us. They took the both of the middle and then and they took both middle. Oh yeah, yeah, they took both middle and top left. Yep. And they left a really big gap for my deep striking units. Yep. And then they made the mistake of giving us first turn. Yep. And once they gave us first turn, we operation grilled and we just fucking chewed through so much shit. Yep. And uh. So, you're, so your eels went in and neutered a unit of evocators. We, I killed uh, the heralder. Yep, I? you killed the heralder. Yep. And, and your your Namardi came in and killed their whole 30 block of plague bearers. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> I was just sitting in a circle around two of our objectives. Like, come cast at me. Comet. You're not going to do anything. Yeah, cast comet and yeah. did the, some wounds. All right, so the unfortunate part is we got through turn one. Right, because deployment was, took so long. Yeah. Neither and of us had, had really... Like big armies that took a long time to deploy. It was just figuring out what the fucking scenario was. Right, understand? Like it took it took thirty minutes to read it for the fourth time. It yeah. took forty five minutes to deploy, and then by the time we finished round one, they had called time. Yeah. Now I don't think that I don't think that time been. being on their side would have made a huge difference. I think they could have taken one or two objectives off of us. Well, we, maybe we got. But we were we were in like, we had a, a strong lead because it was two <clears throat> points for every one objective you take from an enemy territory, one yep. point for one of yours. Yep. And we had taken. We took two, two of theirs. Enemy, yeah, we took two of theirs. And we right held away. our own. And we held our own. So we had seven. And they were never going to pry us off of our own. They were never going to take. Uh, they were going. They could take one of ours. Oh, the one with the adjudicators. Yeah, but they weren't going to take either of the two where I had evocators and sequiturs set up, so they were never going to take those. Yeah. And I don't think they were going to take back the one that you stole from them. Yeah. So I think that they were in a really tough spot. But they were awesome. We had they were a time. ton of fun. Yeah. I would love to play five rounds against them someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the single best round of Warhammer game I've ever played. 
So yeah, that was awesome. And then, they were they were great. And last night we went out for dinner, and it was snowing and a windstorm in Las in Vegas. In Las Vegas, it so, was snowing, yeah. and somehow I lost my jacket yeah. in the last two days. And that, unless that's it in the corner. Anyway, um, so I couldn't find my jacket. Where's so, my hat? Oh man, where is it? <laughs> oh man. So so there's our recap. I would say, Joe, do you have any lasting impressions, things you learned about your list, or or what you what you're thinking moving forward from this? Uh. I don't think LVO will be in my tournament circuit. I think that LVO is a great event. I yeah. think coming to Vegas is great, but I think when when it was an hour and a half flight from California, it was like a no-brainer to come do this. But yeah. when it's a six and a half hour flight or six hour flight from New York, yeah. with all the other shit, the amount of money it costs, all that. Time, time away from, from your kid. Yeah, time away from the baby, time away from my wife. Yeah. It hurts, you know? Yeah. So, it's hard. It's rough. I would rather have... I want to go to tournaments with less drinking temptations. Where right. I can, like, get drunk. But, like, when you get here, you get so fucking wasted. Yeah. And it's, like... Yeah, because you sit down to play, and they just keep bringing you drinks. And yeah. more drinks. We drank, like, eight beers in that fucking one game yesterday. In our game against, uh... Yeah. We drank a lot. Josh and, uh, Kurt. Yep. Those dudes are awesome. They were great. So... I honestly I love team the team tournament so much I would come back just to play the team tournament I agree I think I would do it if they did the team tournament on Friday it would be even better but honestly, if they did it on Saturday, Sunday too I'm yeah. cool I, fly, I would fly in like late Friday night spend one day hanging out in Vegas yep. one day playing Warhammer and then fly home I could even see flying in Saturday morning getting here around noon well for me the flight is too long to do a, only I don't know because on, on this way it's actually or from East to west, it didn't take that long. Like, yeah, it was five hours. Well, but it was really only two. two right, because you you gained two or three hours. So anyway, I um I agree. I don't know that I would come back to play the championships unless I had a lot of people and friends coming that I wasn't going to get to see anywhere else. Yeah. I see a lot of people at Adapticon. I see people at, at tournaments. I would come back for a team tournament also, but I also think this this city wore on me more than I wanted it to. Uh, like I'm so chapped. My like, I, I don't usually get con crud, but I feel so awful. Like, I, I almost threw up just walking through the casino several times. I was, like, concerned that yeah, it's the, a lot. the, the inhale, floor... Listen, I, you inhale a lot of, like, cigarette, cigar smoke, mm-hmm. pipe smoke. And the lights, the lights and the are, noise. It's Yeah, it's a lot of sensory overload the whole time, <clears> and it does not stop. Like, we were saying our favorite moments in Vegas alone were when we would get up at, like, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. And walk around, and, and there's nobody out there. And go get breakfast, and there's, like, just us in And the you spot. talk to the guy who's washing the window, and he's, like, just happy that someone's talking to him and yeah. not being a drunk hobo trying to... Yeah. Whatever. It's pretty cool, so... I had a really good time. I think I also learned that 10 evocators is awesome and 6 evocators on cats is awesome and I will keep running them until they go up in points because <laughs> that was a fun list. I like it too. Uh, I think that uh, I I think that my takeaway from my 2,000 point list is that uh, no matter how many Namarty you can bring back in your hero phase they still die. They still die too quick. If you get double turned you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's it. And then, yeah, so on the overall, um, 60 to Marty is looking like what everyone told me, that it's two-class cannon. Yeah. They have to eliminate whatever they hit, so. Which you, which actually you did pretty well using the, flipping the tides. So run and charge turn one, and high tide turn two. 
So you're getting to hit first and always yeah. have your glass cannon. So that the thing that sucks about that is if I play that in a two thousand point list, I don't. I have to. I, eels can't be battle line. Right. You have to have your. Um, I have to have a tie caster, caster as, as a general. general. Yeah. But I could do it in my uh, dual idol on list. Yeah, maybe that would work. Or um, <clears throat> figuring out, just making sure you take that same list for team tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. It was good for team tournaments. It was so. great. We had a great time. People bring filth to team tournaments and then play really drunk and fun. Yeah. I'm about... See, that's what the Midwest scene feels like. You bring filth and you have a great time because you're getting super drunk. Yeah. I'm going to probably go home and build like nine more eels. Hell yeah. And then buy why four, why four stop back. at nine? That would put me at to 15. Yeah. Build 15 more eels, 21 eels. Just do it. YOLO. Yeah, no there casters. it is. Nope. Well, anyway, we're going to sign off. Thank you for listening. This is probably a pretty long episode because we've done a bunch of little recaps. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, we are always looking for more listener questions. You can reach us at, at of Sigmar on Twitter. Is at it, of at, Sigmar Podcast. Yeah, that's what I said. At of Sigmar Podcast. <clears throat> or you can email us at our Gmail, which is rageofsigmarpodcast at gmail.com. That's our email. It's on Gmail. And uh, if you are not drunk, hopefully this episode will drive you to drink. Yeah, we're sorry. Don't judge us. I love you, Mama. <laughs> Where you see my home now? And we out! <laughs> I'm living <laughs> I never fuck with true religion Am I down with the devil? Come on, root, come on, missing It's that Lucifer juice And that two cup be sipping That's two say, baby Welcome to the dark side <laughs> Could've got black lips With a crack shit White Jesus in my crock pot I mixed the shit with some soda Now black Jesus turned water to wine And all I had to do was turn the stove up East Coast Winning that life, nigga, cheat code The hating is flicking, hit your free throws The devil try to hit me with the Rico Them black people Devil want these niggas hate their own kind Gotta be the Illuminati if a nigga shine Oh, we can't be a nigga if a nigga rich Oh, we gotta be the devil, that's a nigga shit You seen what I did to the stop and frisk Brooklyn on the Barney's like we on the bitch Get the money to the hood, now we all win Got that Barney's floor looking like a V.I.M. Black hoodie, black scully Bravado like Mavado, boy, I'm that gully Getting white money, but I'm still black All these niggas claiming king, but I'm still black King over, Mansa, Musa From a lot of devil was a lie, I'm a truth, yeah Big guns, big whips Rich nigga talking big shit Double cup, go rich Double up on that blow, bitch Two mil on that I-95 Buy your head, cause it's time to pay time Opposition want me dead